It's the Roaring Twenties, and life is changing on the British Isles. But the supernatural world doesn't appreciate the commotion and is making its displeasure known in deadly ways. This is London Calling, a Veasan actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Find all our shows at happyjacks.org. Hello, Internet. Uh, I'm glad it's made it look like my sound is working, so I don't feel like a weirdo having said that to no one. Uh, welcome back to London Calling. I'm Kadave, uh, the GM for this game here on Happy Jacks. Uh, this is a Vason game by Free League Publishing, uh, and we're super excited to get back into it. Um, you may notice a couple of spots empty tonight from our usual group. One will be coming in hot in just a few, and the other is going to be out this evening. So we will have to see what the group gets up to without Diablo. Uh, and I'm super excited to talk to Mitch about what shenanigans Diablo gets into while you guys are wrapped up in something else. Because uh, I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Uh, so, uh, first off, let me give the, the thing I say at the beginning of every one of these. This is a horror-themed game. Horrifying things may happen. It may include discussions of gore and bad things happening, even to good people. Uh, it could include the supernatural. Well, it will include the supernatural, but that could include talking with spirits and dealing with scenes of grisly violence. Um, if that's not your thing, I totally get it. Sometimes I'm not in the mood for it, but tonight I am. Which is good, because that would make this game real weird if it suddenly turned into sunshine and rainbows. Uh, <laughs> although it could be like a cool, like that uh, in Diablo 3, the video game, when they uh, they put in the rainbow world, or what, it, what, it, what it, I forget what they called it. Because everybody complained about how the game was too bright and shiny compared to the old games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... That's not what's happening tonight. We're going to stick to what we normally do. Um, yeah, I think that's really all I have to talk about here at the beginning. Uh, we did. We were away for a couple of weeks, but now we're back after the holiday and a little bit of travel and fun times. Uh, I, in real life, have successfully fought and dealt with a Gila monster in the desert. <laughs> uh, so... I feel like I'm the modern day equivalent of St. George defeating the dragon, except I had a broom. Um, but uh, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was fighting the Gorn for real. <laughs> like, not a joke. I had to craft a rudimentary musket. It was it was insane. Uh, <laughs> but uh, let me go ahead and hear who's here with me right now. Hi, I'm Kurt. I use he, him pronouns. I'm playing Jacket Princeton, the hey. Texas Tornado. Uh, he is the athlete archetype. He's a boxer, and he made a deal with a demon that we might find out about tonight or maybe next time. I don't know. And Sam. Hello. Checking I'm not on mute. There I go. Um, I'm still Sam, uh, playing the occultist playbook. Uh, Sean Jones is my character's name, and she is a real occultist and fake Welsh person um, as Dave brought up when we were silenced uh, mildly plagued by another Welsh occultist but there can only be one so I have to crush her so 
Uh, now that we fixed that and everybody can be heard, uh, that's a good thing. Um, let's go ahead and do for you guys your experience point questions. Uh, all right. Number one, did you uh, participate in the session? Yep. Yes. I believe I did. Uh, number two, did you confront any Vason? Uh, yeah, a headless horseman carriage thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He rode down the street. Uh, number three, did you identify any previously unknown Vason? Uh, I don't think we identified that guy. No, no and I, I don't think yet. we learned anything new about something previous, right? No. Um, yeah. We sort of resolved things with Patricia, but yeah. uh, we right. already knew what she was. So I'm going to go. No. Uh, Yep. Uh, were you affected by your dark secret? Not that session for me. I think so. For you guys. Um, a little well, bit. Well, yeah. yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, did you take risks to protect other people? I jumped out a window. <laughs> you I did. put my hand into the void. <laughs> oh yeah, you, oh, yes. you did get you did get scary arm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or degloved, <laughs> almost. Yeah. Or or regloved and regloved. Yeah, double <laughs> gloved. I'd, yeah, uh, just gloved. <laughs> just stevens <laughs> out to one. Can you just? Can you ever just be whelmed? <laughs> like uh, be whelmed sometime. Sounds nice. Uh, yeah, right. Have you learned anything? And what? Um, we learned. How to free Patricia from her curse. Yeah, that's true. And succeed. kiss. Uh, did you develop something in your headquarters? Yep. And then did you perform an extraordinary action? Yeah. I think reaching I into like, the void counts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think I reaching into the void definitely counts. I don't know that Jackie did any extraordinary actions that time. So feel free to spend those points. And it's uh, right. uh, how many experience points per thing to buy? Uh, it's five. five. Five points. Five. Okay. So I can actually take two upgrades because I have ten nice. points. Dig it. Um, so it's we can't upgrade our, our attributes, but we can upgrade our skills. Yeah, it's either skills or take a new talent that you have access to. Okay. Okay. I think I'm going to take going to upgrade my manipulation. All right. Uh now let's uh let's see how many points you guys got towards upgrading the house. We can do those quick. Yeah. So, uh did you play at least one scene at the headquarters? Yep. Yes. You did. Did you encounter a new type of vason? Absolutely. Yeah. Did you visit a place of magic? Mm, I don't think the restaurant counts. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think that one counts. Uh, were you subjected to magic? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, did you bring uh, any occult books or other important items back to the headquarters? I don't think so. We're pretty bad about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does uh does my arm count? 
Uh, I mean, like, if you plan to do something like remove it and leave it as an artifact, maybe. Mm. No, but, I think yeah. I'll keep it for now. Uh, did you make any important contacts? I'll give you that one. Since you managed to reunite a, a magically falling apart marriage. Yes. Right. Important that we did. Folk. Uh, was this mystery particularly difficult and epic? I'll say yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it kind of was. Guys- I mean, I feel like we made it difficult on ourselves, but it was difficult and epic. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We uh, do like to did, do things the hard way. <laughs> did you solve the mystery? Yes, you did. We sure did. Yeah. So, uh, that gives you six new points, and I believe you had one point left over last time. Okay. So All that's right. seven points we could spend. Uh, if you guys want to look in your copy of the book, it starts on 89. Some upgrades. And what do we have right now? We have we have the doctor. We have the doctor. And we, have, we, have the, we have the flagellation tools. Yes. We do. Um, and the, the annals of society. Oh, that gives you an extra experience right. point, by the way. I forgot. Oh, I can buy oh, an sweet. extra thing. Um, there was talk about you guys having the uh, adding in the um, tavern, right? Could discuss that as a thing you might want. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. we had discussed the tavern, um, which uh, helps us with physical recovery rolls. Mm-hmm. Right. I think we can't afford the psychiatrist yet. Oh no, a character became mentally broken, right? Or no, they were physically broken. Uh yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, physically physical. broken. Okay, yeah. They both got physically broken. Apparently, if we can become mentally broken, that's how we get a psychiatrist. We did get um the occult library, didn't we? Oh, yes. yes. The library was upgraded, yes. Yes. Is, is that part of a thing? Do we get something else for the occult library? Well, after that, we could get an occult temple or, or a workshop. I like the idea of a workshop. Yeah. Where's the workshop? You could, that means you can craft a power item before a mystery. Oh. What the list of power items are, and I'll read them to you. Ah, so a, a fairy cross that gives a defense against troll craft, which is a, a NPC powers. Uh, silver bullets that can kill certain types of ASIN. Uh, a Bible, adding inspiration uh, to an attribute test when you're dealing with fear. Uh, holy water, use inspiration against magic to temporarily drive off the undead. A troll cross uh, helps resist troll curses a scythe uh helps resist curses from mares or an elf mill uh helps you resist troll craft from fairies when near the elf mill that sounds pretty useful i know i'm biased as the occultist of the group but um that is pretty good what does the temple give you i, I haven't looked at that. oh um, it looks like we need the temple It doesn't say prerequisite temple, though. 
oh, that's weird. It says behind the statue right? in the occult temple, but then it, the re- prerequisite is the library. Yeah. I wonder if it's a typo or like if it's. I don't maybe, know. maybe, but I'd let you go either way. Like you, you, yeah, stumble into that area. What does the temple do for us if we got the, uh, the temple? Gives us um, one player character can gain an extra advantage before a mystery. Um, but it uh, says colon occultist. So I think does that only mean me? Uh, no, I think it means that anyone else could gain occult power. Oh, okay. Or I'd give I, you like an extra, like if you wanted to use that mm. on yourself, then you could have, a, you know, bonus two dice or something towards occultism. I kind of like the workshop personally. I yeah, think that's yeah, let's fun. Do it. Make some little trinkets to take with us. Mm-hmm. And those are just some examples of things. Like, uh, it's not a. But, you know, the, it, it, as it says in the little description, it's like Game Master rolls or picks an item from the list or makes one up. So it's not yeah. like you guys are going to be like, cool, we made a troll cross thing, but we're not dealing with any troll magic. Oh, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not going to be that guy that's like, oops, you picked the wrong item. Ha ha. You know, <laughs> that's not cool. So, yeah, if you guys wanted to add uh, an occult workshop, I'm down with that. Yeah, that sounds cool to me. Let's do it. Let's Once do again, it. leaves now you'll have two points saved up. Left over. All right. So it's going to be a thing where, like, if you want to get something from the workshop, you're going to have to spend time, like, set a scene there and, and have somebody yeah. put in the time to... To make with yeah, the, for sure. Make with the going, um, that kind of a thing. But uh, what'll probably happen? Well, when we get into it, we'll talk about it. Uh, okay. So, uh, I guess um, we should probably talk a little bit about what happened last time, Sam. Oh yeah, you have your amazing let's, pile let's of information. Let's consult the book because I don't remember last time. Um, ah, right at the top, we added the uh, self-flagellation tools and the occult library. There were two uniformed police and a detective awaiting us in the parlor when Jackie came home. Uh, they were greeted by Sean, who's a little more concerned with who snitched than in, with giving any information to them. Uh, Jackie bursts in just then, bloodied and bruised and very confused that Diablo is alive. They hugged it out, and then Jackie went up to change. The police want to know where we were. Sean misdirects with their uh, engagement to search for the Essex boy. Detective Oliver describes the carnage and alleges that someone's statement placed us at the scene. Sarsha tries to gaslight him, but it doesn't work. Uh, Sean admits they were in the area because, duh, we were investigating. Um, And we give them the fake name from the mailbox. Um, They tell us not to leave town. Jackie comes down and we fill him in. Time to find Patricia and save the Duke. Sean researches uh, Glastig weaknesses in the library. There is a new reading table there. And weirdly, the library is longer. The table gives her a book that is that has some info about Glastig being affected by iron. It can help make them mortal again. 
Uh, or you can help make them mortal again by fulfilling or nullifying their deal with the Fae. Sorsha researches supernatural law some more. Uh, Jackie and Sean discuss Pat Patricia and Diablo's relationship while picking out iron weapons. And then in the evening, two chauffeured cars arrived with two very confused drivers to take us to the restaurant, The Palm. The maitre d' shows us to our tables. Uh, the Duchess is looking mad as hell at the other table with the Duke and his quote-unquote date, Miss Ella, who is definitely Patricia. She's putting on the stage magic pretty hard. Uh, we all order drinks. Diablo offers to take Ella to a boxing match. The Duke objects, and Sarsha asks if he's worried someone won't be faithful. Ooh, shade. Diablo makes it weird with some talk about hunting. Sean produces her crystal ball and fast talks the Duke into looking through it at Ella, and he sees her true face. He pushes back and gets very agitated. Jackie tries to placate him and threaten Ella at the same time. A tear falls from her eye. She stands up and runs out. Quote, unquote, I never wanted to hurt anyone. Diablo leaps from the table and tears after her. The Duchess is drunk and laughing, and the Duke is very confused. The chase leads through the kitchen, uh, Diablo right on her heels. She reaches the back door and can't open it. Doors foil us again. She's crying. Diablo believes her and offers to help her. She's touched he would risk himself for her and goes in for a kiss. He kisses her and a burst of energy goes out through the restaurant. She says thank you and begins to crumble away to dust and falls through his arms. He locks the door as Sean just, just as Sean gets to it and grabs a knife. Sean begins a seance trying to bring back Patricia, but instead she pulls through a fistful of viscous darkness that's ice cold. She flings it at the window, which shatters after a few seconds, but the gloop is still there. She puts her hand back through and unlocks the door, but that arm is totally borked. Sarsha grabs Sean's thigh gun and heads to the kitchen. Diablo slams a knife into a hunk of meat and starts eating it. Prime rib, not people. Um, Jackie bursts in and yells, what are you doing? Diablo is beside himself, but explains about Patricia turning to dust. Jackie hugs him. Sean tries to fling the goo into, the bu into a bucket and it is like super stuck. Um, but the arm doesn't hurt now. That's probably not good. Sarsha bundles her hands in a tablecloth and tries to peel off the goo, but it is now a part of the arm, um, and it gets half degloved. She puts it back. The Duke and Duchess have reunited, uh, so the gang takes some booze, and the car returns them to Rose House. Hawkins says, oh my, at Sean's arm, and takes her to the infirmary. Um, it's permanent, uh, but I do get a plus one to conjurations with that arm now. Jackie pours out his feelings to a very drunk Sarsha, who tells him to do a grand gesture and then barfs in a vase. Settling down for bed, we all hear the sound of clattering hooves and a carriage passing by. The group sees a silver carriage uh, drawn by, with drawn crimson curtains and a massive horse pulling it. The driver has no head. Hanging from the lantern hook is a glass jar with the skull that has red glowing eyes and a mouth that has light coming out of it. The wheels are hot and glowing and the hooves throw sparks. Sean and Diablo feel like something bad is about to happen. Wonder why. Sean waves at it with her void arm frozen at the mirror. Uh, and Diablo jumps out of the window at it, as is now tradition, landing badly amongst the roses. 
fresh from Sarsha's grand gesture talk, Jackie also jumps out the window. Uh, and Sarsha throws a rock at the carriage but misses and yells at it in Gaelic. The skull laughs and it picks up speed down the road. Sean yells, are you okay? Down, but accidentally yells in her native language. Sarsha asks her the only phrase she knows in that language, where is the bathroom, uh, and lays down to take a nap. In the kitchen, the crew is talking about what the fuck just happened when a bedraggled Hawkins shadow appears. He apologizes and waves the shutters and doors locked. He needs to rest. All right. Nice. That was a pretty eventful uh Yeah, you, yeah. you guys did a lot. <laughs> I don't think we can ever go back to that restaurant again. Oh no, for sure. Well, it depends. Uh, maybe there's like a, if you go on a different night, maybe you catch a different maitre d'. <laughs> oh, sure. Didn't see who was. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Sorry. As long as we don't like barge into the kitchen this time. But like, how likely is that, really? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be careful. Like, don't be like the my compliments to the chef. Oh, let me see if he's free to come out. It's you. You again. <laughs> uh. So yeah, uh, we'll we'll pick up the next morning, um, where you guys have uh, uh, had a night. Um, you you through the night. If you do manage to go off to sleep, you do keep hearing the like clatter of the horseshoes on the cobblestone. Mm. Uh, the just kind of it's like anytime you relax, you just your brain kind of replays that sound. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, like an earworm yeah a little bit like it's very uh, it's just a thing like anytime it's quiet you just hear it faintly in the background now gotcha um, and uh, the next morning comes it, it's entirely up to you if you think you still managed to get some sleep or if you're feeling a little rough around the edges this morning uh, from I it I think I think I probably was able to sleep through the clattering of hooves. Okay. That's that probably one of the few sounds the that boxing. I can. Yeah. Well, yeah. or something I could pretend is like something from my childhood or something like that. Yeah. Compared to Diablo screams from under the bed, I think that's probably pretty soothing for Sean. <laughs> so between that and the, the whispers of the void emanating from her arm, I think she's probably pretty well rested. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, um so I oh go ahead. No, no, go for it. Um I think Jackie's probably in the library in the morning, like drinking his morning coffee and trying to like look through the library, but this clearly is not his scene. Um so he's just like he's got like a stack of books and you can tell that he's never done research before. <laughs> it's okay. just a pile of random books. Yeah, it's like a pile of random books that he's just sort of like looking through and then he'll put it over there and then he'll like look at another one and skim it, put it over there. But he's not really sure what exactly he's looking for. Gotcha. Fair. I think uh, Sean is going to get up kind of late in the morning. She's not one for early hours anyway, Um, but she would probably head straight to the library uh, to have her coffee and start doing some research on 
who the hell was in that carriage? Mm. It, it just so happens that's what Jackie's trying to figure out uh-huh. uh, poorly. Uh, he's made a mess of things, though. Uh, and he's thankful to see you. Sean, Sean uh, oh, I'm so glad you're awake. Uh, I've been I've been reading all morning. Um, I, I can see that you've got yeah, half I, the library on your table. <laughs> right. Uh, well, I, I mean, I had to cross reference some things because I didn't recognize what some stuff was. Uh, at least I think that's what I was doing. Um, I am no closer to understanding what that carriage was. I, do you have any idea what happened last night? Um, well, not off the top of my head, but um, I think maybe the books and myself and your uh, like work that you've already done. Maybe we can find out. And sure. she'll sit down uh, to start reading the books um, and just try and figure out what is happening. Um, so is that like an investigation role? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you a minus one. Thanks to Jackie's help. <laughs> uh, nice. Because he's like, he has just taken, maybe he's taken a couple of books that actually would be helpful, but now they're just strewn about the library and not where you think right. they should be. Good. good yeah, for yes. sure. Um, okay. <laughs> Okay, and logic does doesn't our occult library give us a plus one though? It gives you a free success. Oh, it gives us a free success. Okay, great. Nice. I will use that. Let's see what the dice have to say. Uh, Dave, there's a message in <gasps> Slack chat for you. Two successes on top of the one that the table gives us. Uh, so you, so that's three total successes then, right? Yes. All right. So even with my meddling, (laughs) um, so, uh, the, the, what you discover is that like there, there is really no other creature that this might be other than what's called a Dullahan, which is, uh, sort of the origin of the headless horseman myth um and it's it's a very powerful very sort of scary basin that um the books what you find even with three successes is you do not find a way to kill it or to do anything but you do find because you got three, you do find that the one thing they seem to not trifle with is gold. Mm. Like they are repelled by gold. Um, but th- there is no known history of someone defeating it in combat. There is no known history of anyone even making it go away without its gold, other than scaring it away with gold um okay uh, does the, it uh do we find what like what is its goal typically what are its, its motivations its goal is typically to ride and claim the soul of someone that is destined to die and escort it on to the beyond ah okay so um, now now not only do we got banshees 
but we got a, a, a what'd you say a doolahan yes doolahan oh. yes uh both harbingers of doom it around. would seem <laughs> don't we have enough doom i feel like we're full up on doom I... we are racking up quite a bit of doom um <laughs> Well, and there's a Clara. Hello. Hello. Sorry about that. Real life, oh. as usual, gets in the way of everything. That's okay. We were just uh, we were just doing a bit of accounting on how much doom we've accumulated. Oh no. <laughs> fair, fair amount of doom. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of doom. I, more than you would need more doom than you might need how much does one how much doom does one need Flush i think doom, a little doom just a little yeah. doom as a treat yeah yeah Keeps like, like things spicy you know like invader zim kind of doom right like oh, right doom. yeah just like a little doom like a like yeah. a little doom like a little doomy doomy doom yeah okay now i'm done <laughs> i don't know i'm gonna show off my dice bag now because yeah yeah what does the G uh, stand for? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> um. So uh, the uh, the other thing, though, uh, I almost forgot is as you were reading through the books, uh, the the table that new reading table in the library it manifests like ethereal hands that come out and kind of help with the research and like help you move the books around and like they actually straighten up the piles that Jackie left and pull the book out that you need from that pile and that kind of thing. Um, But they also seem to really, really like your arm. So (laughs) the whole time you're reading that like gentle, like touches, like you just keep feeling like someone just barely touching your, your arm and it doesn't feel strange to you other than like it feels well, what I should say is it probably does feel strange because just some random ethereal arms are touching your your arm. But uh, it's more more I meant that, like, even though you have the void on your skin, that doesn't seem to be interfering with the, the feeling. Right. OK. It's, you you and when you pick up something with it, it's still you you know, you have tactile feeling through the the void Got it. On it and all that stuff. But yeah. It keeps like anytime you're near the table, just an arm will like manifest and reach out and brush along, you know, the, the outside of your arm. Uh, <laughs> and they, the, the rest of you, they leave entirely alone, but they very much like your arm. Huh. Thanks, table. Uh, uh, I think she's kind of like curious about it, but not particularly alarmed or offended. No, it's not, and it's definitely not being rough, or it doesn't appear to be trying to be offensive, other than the whole, like, it didn't really ask for consent to touch your arm, but... It's a uh, table. It doesn't yeah, know. Right. That's <laughs> kind of a thing, yeah. Um, It's more like, like, when you see, like, a mega popular celebrity, and they're, like, doing the, like walk along the barrier and all the fans are ah, and like everybody's kind of reaching out yeah and that person just kind of getting <laughs> pawed at a little bit like nobody's being like horrifically offensive but like it's just the like oh kind of that it's that kind of attention 
yeah. So, uh, just to catch you up, Sersha, uh, after the Vason rolled by last night, everyone, anytime it got quiet through the, the rest of the night, you just kept hearing the clatter of hoofs on cobblestone. Um, it's up to you whether that affected your sleep or not. I think Sersha was out. <laughs> Sure. It was a yeah, lot. Yeah. It was a night, and yeah, uh, yeah. you did yeah. drink all of the whiskey with the the Duchess. I don't know that she remembers. I did. Did I throw a rock at it at one point? Oh yeah. You yes. I don't yes. remember that. <laughs> yeah, you, you cursed at it, and Gaelic threw a rock. I don't think Sersha remembers that at all. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. Uh, but they have done some research down in the library this morning. Well, late morning by now, but you're probably just stirring. Um, the one thing that I will say, I almost forgot again. Uh, as you guys came down the stairs to go into the library this morning, you did see that there's like a random other door next to the library uh, that you didn't see before. And it is like heavy old school iron bound oaken door right um and it's got like a big like throw across latch on it Ooh. uh what did we add to our house in that time well uh, you guys well, left me alone for 5 minutes so i got us an occult workshop <laughs> oh excellent i'm so i'm happy <laughs> for us mm-hmm. It's helpful. But uh, I'm excited about it. It actually is helpful. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's a good purchase. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, get me some gold knuckle dusters. <laughs> Hawkins, uh, Hawkins does prepare like a very gentle, like poached egg and toast kind of breakfast for everybody um after the evening that everybody had right um and even he looks a little bit like he was up all night like normally in the morning when you see him he's very refreshed and this is more like there's one or two hairs out of place kind of kind of thing like just he looks more like he's at the end of a long day rather than the beginning of a fresh one um, and then he brings in food trays into the library, and hands them to the ethereal hands. Did I sleep in the library again? I can't, I usually do, but I can't remember. I don't think we actually got to anybody saying where they went to bed. So I think so. Um, I think you fell asleep on the porch, actually. <laughs> if I remember correctly, that may be, Even yeah, better. yeah. I, yeah, you laid down sworn, to take a nap on the porch yeah, after throwing a, a rocket right here. The, at the carriage. I think we at least dragged you inside. I don't think we would have left you outside <laughs> right. with, with so much doom uh, on, the, on the porch. That's fair. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> Just about trying to, like, in and out of character, figure out how uh, messed up everything got. <laughs> cool. Excellent, excellent, excellent. <laughs> Um, you do, uh, get a, 
there's a knock at the door and Hawkins goes and answers it. And he comes back in with uh like it's it's a ten gallon pot with not ten gallons of pot, but it is a ten gallon pot. Uh that uh he carries in and in it it's got uh, a few of the palm trees from the restaurant last night. Um and he kind of brings it and sets it in the foyer just outside the library, but you can all see it. And he brings in a note uh, that's a uh, a thank you letter from the Duke and Duchess uh, for for your help. And, mm. uh, you know, if it's it's one of those, if there's anything we can ever do to repay you, please feel free to call on us. You know, that kind of a I would like a note of appreciation. The plants brought to my room immediately. <laughs> I'm okay. that kind of queer. <laughs> Hawkins, like, he bows and kind of turns and carries the pot up the stairs. <laughs> uh, cool. Sersha, who spent the evening, I, the, the night, I guess, like, in it, one of the, you know how, like, foyers sometimes have just, like, sitting, like, just overstuffed chairs to fill the space because, like, it, you're not you're not supposed to hang out in here, but like I guess sometimes people have to do some waiting. Uh, Sersha slept in that uh, in her <laughs> customary uh, tiny tiny ball. Uh, so uh, I think the 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 new plants woke her up. Who <laughs> were and she'll she can join you guys in the library where I assume she has sensed you guys have co- congregated. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, just a moment later, another tray of food arrives after you go in there and, uh, the hands set the table for you. Like there, there's little drawers in the side where they actually reach around and like pull out silverware and a little placemat and lay it out. And then Hawkins brings in a plate and sets it there for you. Did the table always do that? Uh, the table, the table was when you upgraded to the occult library. That was the addition. And Mm. I decided that I think it would be fun if they were helping hands. Excellent. I love it. Ghost hands. It has not done that before. Uh, you did see it help with a book. It did, but did it like have a hand that time? Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like an ethereal... Um, Excellent. Kind of a, you know, it looks a lot like the the arm of the librarian from Ghostbusters. Wonderful. We mm-hmm. like a, we appreciate a spooky table here and consistency. <laughs> we appreciate consistency with our spookiness. All right. Uh, cool. Uh, in that case, Sersha does not find that more weird than before. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll uh, curl up uh, on a different chair. Same position as the uh, foyer. Uh, wh- what are you researching? Well, um, Jackie helpfully pulled all of the books out. So um, I looked, had a look through, and it seems that our carriage friend must be a Doolahan. Um, it's basically come to claim the soul of someone who's destined to die and take it to the afterlife the only real 
weakness I can find that they have is gold. And They're, we met Dulahan when? The carriage that you threw a rock at. Remember that? I wouldn't do that. You did. Oh, yes. Oh, you, you, you definitely. You super I, did. I mean, yeah. You, you've got the headache, right? Like you remember tying one on? I guess my head hurts a little. Yeah, that's that's the alcohol. Uh, All right. Yeah, there was a whole carriage and horse, headless driver, skull, skull, red eyes. Yeah, it laughed at you when you threw the rock and missed it. Hmm. Did I throw another one? No, just the one. Just the one. Yeah. Damn. You did curse at it a bit. All right. Well, that works. Uh. And is this different from the Banshee? Yes. Well, that's... I mean, same theme, different uh, entity. Far a different purpose? Questionable. for Jackie? Who knows? Uh, uh, The Banshee's telling me I'm going to die, and then here comes a headless carriage uh, ready to pick up a lost soul that's ready to die. I I mean, I, I have to assume they're connected, but... Damned if I don't need any more reminders. I was going to say, does no one else die in London? Right? None so dramatic. I guess I'm the only I one. I, yeah, I, will, I will say that, that the Doolahan didn't stop outside. But it did That's make true. a point to ride past dramatically. It did. <laughs> and it, yes. It did try <laughs> to get into the house, right? Like Hawkins was pretty upset about it. He was upset about it, but I mean, like, it didn't make any move to leave the street. Mm. It's just, uh, it, it's just very strong, right? Mm. Okay. So, like, it, it's not that it was assaulting the house. It's, but it's like, even if you're in a secured base, and then there's just like a a, a row of enemy tanks drives by, you get nervous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> the Romulans aren't shooting at you, but you're still going to put the shields up. Yeah, right. for sure. Yeah, yeah. I understood that reference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so localized uh, spookiness, but not actual attack, except for the right. rock thing. Um, sure, yes. All right. Well, did any of us think to follow the Dulahan? No. No. We mostly just came back in the house. I mean, Diablo jumped out the window and bust himself up, and I jumped out after him. And that didn't seem to make any difference, so I went to bed. And you were three sheets to the wind, so it didn't seem wise for any of us to be following it at that point. Right. You did try to lie down and go to sleep on the porch. Oh, then it couldn't have been that dangerous. Well, I mean, it had gone by then, I suppose. All right. Well, uh, can I have a newspaper? <laughs> of course. Uh, sure. I'll hand you one. Um, uh, can I look through the obituaries? Sure. Any any uh, notable deaths beyond shit? like uh, if someone's coming by to ferry lost souls? I assume that might have happened last night. Um, you. You don't see any. No, 
Yeah, I will. Yeah, uh, you don't see anything that really stands out in the obituaries. There's, um, uh, a smattering of things, but it's it's you know like people. There's a, a gentleman that owns a local newspaper that apparently last night he passed away uh, surrounded by family. You know, it's one of those like feel good kind of kind of thing. Old, old, old man went peacefully in the night kind of a situation. But uh, and then a couple other, uh, you know, had been dealing with illness uh kind of kind of deaths but nothing that stands out is like a terrified man runs screaming down the street before being dragged to hell you know like <laughs> no like no that. convicts got uh executed tonight last night or anything like that either no nothing know. that thinking really lost out. souls there is uh having retrieved the newspaper there is uh two things that do stand out uh first uh there is a lot of reporting about uh people finding like dried uh muck in in the gutters uh r- running through the neighborhood here uh and if you'll remember uh kind of it it when the carriage passed it was like blood lapped at the curbs along the streets so there's a lot of people complaining about a smell Right, like, what is this weird? Like, people are blaming industrialization, right? Like, they're like, "Oh, some new factory must have washed something horrible into the streets." And there's calls for an investigation and legislation about, like, who would allow this to to happen? This is a nice neighborhood, that kind, you know, in the era before people had those apps that let them scream about coyotes and fireworks all the time. Uh, that's essentially that 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 in newspaper form. Um, uh, and then the other thing is that there is like the entertainment section has a full page article on, uh, Madame Charybdis, the, uh, the uh, amazing stage performer and spiritualist. Uh, an expensive ad too well it's not an ad it's actually like a review sort of like it's a glowing good review yeah it's it's very good like people can i read that out (laughs) (laughs) in part in part saoirse's head hurts so she's sort of reading everything out loud sure sure (laughs) you don't even notice you're doing it it's just the like yeah oh yeah uh sure yeah it's you know it's full of language like the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I can't believe something like this could happen. And, you know, then talk of like, I don't know. I've never seen stage magic performed like this and how, you know, obviously it can't be real, but it's astounding what, what this, this woman has managed to put together for, for a show. And if you don't go see it while you're here in London, you are missing out on the experience of a lifetime kind of, kind of talk. My nemesis. It seems she's pretty good. Or at least has the money to pay someone to say that she's good. 
Do you ever buy uh, uh, Do you ever buy reviews? Of course not. I don't need to buy reviews. I didn't think you published yourself at all. I don't have to publish. Word of mouth. Mm-hmm. So this when- woman is a threat to you then? <laughs> she certainly thinks she is. Um, trying to corner my market, as it were. I have mm-hmm. been rather uh, distracted with our investigations of late. Perhaps right. the proper performance is in order. Is that something that you have to do often? Just uh, hold seances to est- reestablish your... I don't... I'm trying to think of a word of the what I'm trying... I'm trying to think of a non-mod. <laughs> yeah, do you have to... Who, like... Do cultists often need to pee on territory? Traditionally, no, because um, they're usually wise enough to stake their own instead of trying to poach it. But this woman seems not to have the sense that uh, she should have been born with. I've I've dealt with challengers before, and I, I feel like the best route is to meet them head on, you know, just like get out ahead of it, schedule the fight. And, uh, you know, knock them out. How do occultists fight? Oh, hell, I don't know. What do you like? Spectrally, see who obviously. can talk to the most ghosts or? Yeah. I mean, if you can conjure an, an apparition and the other person can't, then clearly you win. Oh, you think she's like a con woman or, or, or you oh, think absolutely. she's a real deal? No, she she was handing out cards for her performances at a funeral being Ooh. gauche does not necessarily mean she does not know the occult arts that's that's hard that's harsh i don't know so do you want to see her show then and Absolutely uh, not, but i do want to sabotage it <laughs> uh, oh yeah we gotta take that woman down that's messed up you can't just prey on people like that what uh what theater is she performing at? Let's see if I wrote it. Uh, Jupiter Hall Theater. We've been going to theater a lot, the theater a lot in okay. this game, and I love it. <laughs> I'd like to actually see the show for once. I got to miss the last one. <laughs> it's my turn to actually enjoy the show. <laughs> it's my turn to go to the theater. And Jackie's like, that last show was is, really good. Is is this the is this the time when uh, Harry Houdini was doing all his like disproving spiritualists stuff? I think it might have been. Because he, kept... he died in 26, so this is, this yeah, is like he's almost... just a few years before he dies. So, yeah, this is probably it. Um, well, what what if we just, like, march up on stage and Harry Houdini the hell out of her? Seems rude. It does seem rude. Um, but I you mean, want to, don't you? I do. All right. Um... Can I 
I know our occult la uh, workshop is meant to be used to craft things to help us during mysteries, but if you can <laughs> craft a charm against troll magic, could you craft a charm to do some troll magic with it? I, I <laughs> absolutely think you could, yeah. Make the okay. charm in reverse. <laughs> Flip it and reverse so, it. So a hex then. You, you yeah. want a hex bag. You're yeah. making a hex. Yeah, I feel like I should be discouraging this, but this, but I'm very tired, and you're an adult. <laughs> I'm not your nanny. As as an adult, every decision you make is an adult decision. That's true. <laughs> um, I don't think she's going to ask anyone's permission. I think she's just going to go into the craft room and sure. make what? some things. To Wait, did you just call it the oh. craft room? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. That's that's what I'm talking about. See, Sean, Sean is on the case. Like I was I was researching all morning. So Sean was in here for what? An hour? And now she's already on she's got she's gonna go figure out its weaknesses and we're gonna we're gonna knock the head out of the jar of this thing. What? I mean, it ain't on its shoulders. It's in a it was in like a fishbowl or something. Was it? I honestly don't remember. It was oh, yeah, like hanging a like a lantern. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. We're going to knock its head off its carriage. Yep. Ah, oh, gosh. That, if it's not, do, I, I feel like it's a little like the Banshee where if it's not doing any harm, maybe we shouldn't do any harm back to it. Uh, I'm more worried I, I about mean, who it's for. I was having dreams of hooves all night long. Like the clattering of, of, of those metal hooves. I can't uh, get it out of my head. You are doomed. We have discussed this before. I said, that's what I was saying earlier is we just got too much doom, like more than we need. Oh no, I'm fine. <laughs> You're doomed. I mean, I can't have all the doom. What? <laughs> Somebody else has got to be a little doomed. Sean just waves her hand out of the. <laughs> See, Sean's a Ghost little doomed. Look at that hand. Yeah. Oh no, I'm right with the Lord. I'm fine. Arm full of doom. <laughs> so, um, uh, do do I have to roll anything to craft? Yeah, uh, let's a hex let's bag. Do that. Oh, I like the idea of a hex bag. That's cool. Um, let's do. Maybe inspiration? That's not really my jam. Can or, I use... Yeah, yeah, make a case. I'm happy to... Um, uh, I'd either go stealth or manipulation, because she's trying to make it an object that doesn't look like it's going to curse you, because this woman's an occultist. Ah, okay. Um... I could see manipulation. Um, okay. But maybe let's pair manipulation with logic. That doesn't sound very magical, but I'll try it. Uh, because, well, you're trying to, you're, you're actually trying to create a magical object, right? Mm. Like, and you want it to obey the rules you want to set forth. True. So uh, I think, I think that's a combo that, that should work. Can I get um, a, bonus for using my creepy magical arm 
yeah. Yeah, let's give you a plus two. Sweet. But I will say, hold on, before you roll. Okay. If you roll the plus two for the, the new arm and it goes badly, the new arm, who knows what's going to happen, right? Like, that's the oh, risk. that's fair. Okay. That one rolled wonky, so I'm going to roll, re-roll this one that turned up wonky. One success. Okay. Uh, so you uh, you walk out of the library and you go to this new door and swing the the latch over, and inside is uh, it's just this the perfect example of like a home hobbyist's workshop right? There's uh, everything has its place and there's a place for everything, right? Like the tools are hung up according to which kind of materials you want to work for. And there's several big work surfaces and uh, you know, there's uh, vices and, and a lathe in the corner and bolts of fabric up against one wall and uh, you know, a uh, a uh, uh, A dummy, not, not a dummy is not the right word. Uh, um, you know, a form uh, mm-hmm. for for putting stuff together. Uh, there's a whole section that's all like it. There's a an anvil and a forge uh, in the corner uh, that looks like it has a an electric ventilator that like you go in there and you can actually draw a curtain across and flick on a switch and it's an air exchanger set up and. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just gorgeous, right? Like everybody that's ever tried to make something at home is would be jealous of this room. Um you you head in there and you grab some fabric of your choosing um to make this hex bag sort of situation. And you pick through probably some things you've collected over the years and some things that you find here in the room and you put together this bag and you're sure it's going to work. Uh, like it, it has the ability to directly influence someone else's uh, whether now here's the question. Do you want it to be something that stops them from doing their stage show? Or do you want it to be like the insurance policy? If they actually are doing some kind of magic, I want it to be, um, it's more of a bad luck charm. Like, oh, okay. When you're trying yeah. to like perform your craft, like it's going to trip you or like, you know, anything you're going to try to do, it's going to be a hindrance to you is really what she's trying to do. That way, yeah. whether this woman's the real deal or not, it's going to fuck sure. up her day. Sure. Um, and that's, I do have fun. her, her business card that she touched and I'm going to use that to make the bag. Absolutely. So, as that's the last piece you put in, right? So as you're putting in that business card and you pulling the drawstring tight. Um, and you can see sometimes when you look at your new arm, it's like, it looks like you're just wearing a, you know, like a, a shiny vinyl or latex 
a just dark as night glove, right? But sometimes you look at it and it's almost like you're looking at uh, the surface of the ocean in the middle of the night with no moon, Ooh, right? Neat. Like it almost has ripples and and stuff, and some of it kind of starts at your elbow and ripples down and follows your fingers and the little drawstring it was a little white piece of string it sort of follows it like a wick of a candle and twines itself in and it turns that drawstring just black as you tie it shut neat and you have crafted something yes. in the workshop Hooray. Now, Sersha sneezes outside. <laughs> uh, if one of you uh, happens to try and craft something else again this session, you're going to get a, a penalty to it. Right? Because it's it's not something you're supposed to just be like, we're going to go in there and start a factory making occult objects. Like, I like how I immediately used it for spite. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Who hasn't made a spite hex every once in a while? That's what hexes yeah. are for. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, you have made your bad luck bag. And you are prepared. Wildly Excellent. dangerous. I that's, love this. That's what once per session resources are for. <laughs> to use once per session. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you got to get possessed to prove you're right. <laughs> um. Okay, so following that, one of the um, the talents I'm going to take, because I, I got two upgrades with my experience mm -hmm. points, is I put one point into um, learning, because um, that okay. seems reasonable. And then I'm going to put the other point into contacts, which makes sense for Sean, because she's kind of well-known. Sure, yeah. Um, can I use that to know someone who works in the theater? where this woman is performing. Well, let me just ask a question first. Have you done like theater and stage performances since you came to London? Or are you more like a, I go to the private homes of people to do seances and stuff? I feel like she started out doing the theater shows, but then right. kind of very quickly became more of a like, goes to society parties to do this because that was more lucrative. Sure. Sure. Okay. So yeah, then absolutely. I think that makes total sense that, you know, like, um, let's say it's not like the stage manager, but like the house manager, right. Okay. You know, the kind of person that, that takes care of the ticketing and runs the usher squad and you know, all of that. That gotcha. stuff. So you Excellent. know them. And you can come up with a name for them. No, no, I'm terrible at names. <laughs> that is my GM curse on people. Robert, <laughs> Robert Robertson. <laughs> um, we'll give him my favorite uh, Englishy sounding name, Rutherford. All right. And he... Uh, I'll contact him to bestow a gift secretly upon this woman. Oh, okay. Uh, just put a t 
tell him to put a little good luck charm in her uh in her dressing room for me sure so uh yeah you you can write a note and send it along and you are sure that that they'll help you out right like that they will do this for you no no problem excellent that's fine because the the contact talent doesn't have like a a role associated with it without me looking at it. It doesn't. It just says once per session. Um, ah. You can decide that you already know an, an NPC and your relationship is a positive one. Um, there you go. Yeah. So, ta-da. You have done it. You're just knocking out two of the once per session things. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Just immediately <laughs> for a vendetta. Just going to use both of them. <laughs> just for a mild annoyance. Like, the person... <laughs> They've, they've been a little obnoxious, but not like they haven't directly come at you like you're terrible at your job. Like you're not a real occultist. Nothing that harsh. No, she was just <laughs> behaving poorly in my house and I didn't <laughs> care for it. This is great. great. Best correction for bad manners, potential ending of their lives. Yeah. Uh, cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, in, while you're doing this, uh, I just want to chat. Is it something? Can I chat with uh, Jackie just a little bit? Because I'm trying to figure something out still. What's up, Sersha? Uh, Sersha, who is like curled up with the newspaper in front of her, does the let dad like son? We need to have a talk. Um. So about your doom. About my I, doom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Everything that we've been looking at, it with it's a demon you traded your you signed a contract with, right? Yeah, de- devil demon. What? I'm not going to ask why anymore. Uh, people are allowed to make mistakes. Uh, I, I think I told you I got hexed. You, uh, I'm sorry. What? I thought it was just a I got pure hexed. Petty. And this was to reverse no, the I, hex. Yeah, I, I made the deal with the demon so I could start winning fights again because I got hexed so I wouldn't win another fight. How'd you get hexed? Do I know this? I didn't throw a fight. The witch hexed me. Okay, now I remember. Thank you. Uh, regardless. Oh, regardless. I mean, I wish I'd have been more practical then. One fight, lifetime of troubles. It happens. As far as getting them out of it, all all I've got is to give them a better deal. There's no real loopholes. All right. I mean, my other thought is that if you could prove that your soul had previously been claimed by another, then you didn't have the legal right to sign away the one you have now. But. Well, but. Yeah, I, I suppose. You aren't uh, previously married. <laughs> no, I wasn't married. Um, and I, I hadn't given my soul to anybody before that. Uh, it's kind of a drastic measure, I feel. I just want to ask you, I guess, finding a better deal for a demon. For example, a better soul in exchange than yours. Right. Uh, well, I mean, the Duke just sent us a letter saying that if we ever no. need a favor. Okay. I'm going to walk this back again because I think you're a good lad and I would like you to think of this critically. 
Okay. Finding another soul to replace yours. Yeah. Who deserves that? Oh, well, I mean, he's nobility, so. Oh, shoot. You actually, you make a good point. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, pretty much all of them are primed to. (sighs) All right. Well, (laughs) you're not wrong, but I feel bad about that. The point is. Uh, so, So you're saying you want like a bad person to be traded away. Well, I've been turning it over. And the problem is that. I don't think it's right. I don't. Well, I guess there was the lad who agreed to work with the leprechaun. So there's always going to be someone who will take you up on a stupid offer. But. Oh, sure. I I mean, I. I guess I could sell him another fighter, but. I don't know. I'm. I don't know. You know what? I don't think Jackie can admit that anyone is a better fighter than him. (laughs) <laughs> but, I mean, I'm the best there was, so not. I, I don't see another option there. I'm going to keep looking for solutions that aren't condemning another innocent soul to... Oh, trust me, that Duke is not innocent. I... Mm, <laughs> you're not wrong. I feel uh, bad. Listen, I know we just got him back together with his beloved and all that, but isn't that a juicy story for the demon? Just think of what she'd do to get him back. That's like a two for one deal. Oh my God. All right. Well, (laughs) the problem is the Duke probably don't need anything. So getting him to, we'd have to trick him into it, but that seems wrong. You do hear yourself. Correct. Listen, these people are not like, they're just, I don't know. I, I There's no such thing as good nobility. I understand that as well. Yeah. Yeah. However, it does seem wrong now that we've talked to them. They seem like fine people. I mean, he was sleeping with a banshee or whatever. Or sorry, what was, what was, <laughs> we, hear, we hear Diablo <laughs> wail upstairs. Uh <laughs> What was she? He was sleeping with someone else. Like he's cheating on his glastic. His, he's cheating on his wife. I, I, he's not like a good person. I, okay. Okay. How many servants did he have? Uh, do you think that a demon would want an already bad person? He's going to get. A demon. I think, I think a demon wouldn't mind a, a, like an important person. Maybe. I think they get a lot of important people. Yeah, I guess that's true. All I wonder how much of the nobility are really just people that made a deal. Did I make a shit deal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sersha leans over and pats Jackie on the head. You're very pretty. Well, thank you. Um. All right. <laughs> Uh, oh dear oh dear all right well here's the problem i'm having i don't think that anyone that a demon would take your soul or not your soul would take the soul of anyone because it has to be a better deal and if you're already going why would you pay for milk you're already going to own 
Wait, is this the buy the cow when you get the milk for free analogy? No, that's about sex love. I, I know, but I'm just saying. Uh, I already yeah, laid actually, it out. It's wrong. a two for one because you get I, him, and then she'd do. She'd help. She'd go and try to get him back. You hear yourself. <laughs> I'm li- yes. <laughs> and that woman deserves to go to hell. Oh, I don't know. I didn't talk to her enough. <laughs> Honestly, it's not my it's not my place to decide who goes to hell or not. If they sign the papers, that's on them, really. And I mean, I'm in this situation, so I don't know. Screw me, I guess. I, th- I think you're muted. No, I think just- that's a- Perfect time for Sean to walk in on the and screw me, I guess. Like, what did I miss? I'm struggling. Mm. Uh, we're looking. Uh, Jackie, she's she's trying to get the demon a bigger, better deal. She says that if I we could find some soul that's more impressive than mine. Uh, that we could trade for it and uh but i can't think of, i mean i'm already the best boxer there ever was so well if you can't beat the quality of the soul what if you outdid the quantity you've only got that's what one. i'm trying to do so what i said is we get the we get the duke to to trade his soul over and then the wife will want to get it back so she'll have to trade hers over too oh i don't i don't know about nobility they're already a bit yeah. yeah, that is a problem. Um, I think those- Sersha flails hard enough to fall out of her chair. This is there's a lot is happening here. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not about to just like convince some innocent kid to give over their soul, right? No, of course you not. You want somebody who's already any, a little dirty. If, if you're already going souls. you cannot I, um I think at this point, the best uh, idea is just going to be to kill the demon. Oh, do we know what kind difficult. of demon it is? Oh, I don't care. I do not know that I would be comfortable just well, damning souls at this point. Well, he he's a crossroads demon. I know that because I had to go to one to find him. All right. Do we well, run him over? How do you kill one? Oh, I have no idea. Ooh, what if you stick the doula hand on him? <laughs> Watch the bite. I don't know if demons are technically alive. Hmm. Um, this is oh yeah, because they come to get lost souls, right? Oh, what if we what if we uh, point the the Doolahan at all of the souls he's supposed to claim? Because they are technically lost to the demon, and then he and, and then we just don't stop until he's like, "All right, fine, you can have yours back." I don't follow the logic. I don't follow so the he's logic. He's got contracts, right? He's got contracts. <laughs> he owns a bunch of souls, which people had done lost to him. So if we just point the Doolahan at all of the souls he owns, that's like just stealing money out of his pockets. For a demon, I, I have to imagine. We'd have to find the demon's ledger, which might be a bit difficult. Right. We'd have to summon the Doolahan. Also difficult. But if, yeah. Oh. Where do you think he keeps his ledger? Like here in the on here his or person? there? You want to ask him? Oh, so we just need to pickpocket him. I was being sarcastic. Does he have pockets? Where is Diablo? <laughs> He'd be on with this plan. I think this is a terrible plan. Um, okay, wait. 
would Diablo agree to trade? Oh, I don't oh, think we can't give up Diablo. That. Oh, so it's okay to just damn an innocent soul, but Diablo's not. Well, we know Diablo. It's harder. Listen, here's what we do. Have you ever been in war? <laughs> yes! Oh, all right. <laughs> We're going to... How about we do this? We go to the theater and uh, sabotage this stupid woman. Um, and then, Why are we sabotaging the woman? Actually. a jerk. Oh, that's a mean thing. Encroaching on my territory. And on the way... Do you think we- she'd want to make a deal with the demon? That's hmm? an idea. Um, I don't know how comfortable I am with that either, but still, it's better than nothing. Wait, how do lo- how long do you have on your contract left? <laughs> it's up. I don't know, months, I think. Okay, so we have a little bit of time to collect some souls. We are not doing the devil's work for him. Do we want Jackie to go to hell? I'm working on it. Agreed. I'm just saying, we work on we're it. Just, we're just spitballing. We ain't collected no souls yet. It, not like we're trying to go and harvest them, but if, right. you know, in our daily go-abouts, we find a stray soul or two, we just sure. save them. Do fairies have souls? You know, like like the leprechaun we found and the glaistic and all that? Uh... They have a spirit for sure, but I don't That's think in a, the same way a human. It's a right. deeply metaphysical guess, question. I guess they're not necessarily part of the give and take of the. Can I roll God the to devil's see if deal? Fairies have souls. <laughs> Great question. I, I mean, you could do some research and see, but it's going to be a real <laughs> tough roll. Like you will need I multiple take successes. Seminary school. Along with the, <laughs> along with law school in this game, <laughs> I'm gonna leave this game with multiple degrees. Is what's happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, to be honest, now my head hurts. <laughs> um. Uh, I can we let's just go hex that lady. I. Mm, I'm not. I'm too old for this. And did she uh, do something or some? Uh, I'm confused. I, is is she just a rival or? She's trying to be, and she's okay. going to learn that that's a terrible idea. <laughs> All right. Well, when I said you know fight the challenger, you, you gotta you gotta have people know that you won. Otherwise, you don't get the benefit of winning. Oh, they'll know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Was that a little scary? Like, is, did yeah. Sam, did Sean get dark right there? Yeah. So it's just he backs again. up a little bit. He's like, oh, oh. <laughs> Cultism isn't quite as uh, in your face as punching, as it were. Literally, with you know. Um. Side note, Jackie, published- do you have how much gold jewelry do you have? <laughs> Uh, I've, I've won a few things. I think you should. I don't wear, wear a lot of jewelry, but you I could go collect a few rings and things I want. Should probably start. 
Um, just in case the doula hand is after you, the gold will help keep it away. So as much gold as you can fit on your person. Sure. Uh, I'll head up to my room and grab a few rings and probably a, a chain or something I have. Decky comes down looking like Mr. T. Like, decked out with rings. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yes. Definitely doesn't have that much. But yeah, he's probably wearing like two to three rings on one hand and like a chain. All right. So, so uh, it's very funny to me. Is your intention to go to the theater early and give this thing to the stage manager that you, or the, the house manager that you know? Or is your intention to like send it via courier and then just go to the show? Send it via courier and then go to the show. All right. So, yeah, it's easy to call someone and have, have it picked up and delivered. Uh, that's fine. Um, and then you guys kind of wait around the house uh, and recover a little bit throughout the day. And uh, then it's evening. It's time for the show. So you can head on over there. Um, unfortunately, you don't have the the loan of, of nobility cars this time. So it's not quite the same VIP journey that you had before. But... Uh, you get over to the the Jupiter theater, Jupiter Hall, right? Is that what I call it? Uh, yeah, Jupiter Hall Theater. Um, and out front they've got, uh, you know, they've got the the whole marquee set up with, uh, come and see the mistress. And again, it's the tacky spelling like M Y S T R E S S. Uh, and uh. You know, the posters are all up over the front of the theater, and there's a decent line of people waiting to get in. Like, you got there plenty of time that like you'll be able to get a, a ticket to get inside. Now, did you guys want to pay out the money for, like, a fancy box seat, or do you just want to be in the crowd and be unobtrusive, or... Um, let's see. What are, I forget what my resources are. Oh, I've got resources for. Let's go for a box seat. Oh, I was I was gonna say like I'm okay in the crowd. Let's go take a box seat. <laughs> I think yeah. Sersha sees the mistress spelled with a Y and just sighs and says like I miss when people use the thorn and like goes inside. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, you can you can shell out and and get yourself a good uh, Statler and Waldorf seat uh, for the night. Um. And you head in, and they've got. Like they've got several musicians that are in the orchestra pit, right? And they're just playing like haunting, sort of ethereal music. You know, it's um, it's like Tom Waits with the saw blade on the on the nice on the bird cage, making weird, almost theremin-y kind of noises. Uh, they've got uh, they've got lights aimed at a couple of, of disco balls, so it kind of makes light patterns dancing around the, the theater before the show. Uh, and you get up to your, your box seat and you sit there, and a few minutes uh, before the show, uh, you see... Uh, well, you know what? Let's do a logic vigilance and see what you see. Okay. 
and everybody can win. Because I assume you guys are all going in, right? Like nobody's. Yes. Yeah. Suddenly, okay. all my d6s have evaporated. We're gonna use Google. <laughs> One. Okay. One success. Okay. Any luck, Clara? One success. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so, like across the theater from you and like one box up um you just and really like you you all sort of see like the the cherry glow of a cigar right in sort of the shadow of the box um but then uh Jackie what you see is immediately after you see like the flash of red eyes um and then uh, like leaning forward into the light a little bit is uh your friend the crossroads demon, the banker, and he kind of he kind of tips his hat across the way to you, right? Like he he noticed you, and that's when you saw his eyes flash a little bit, and he leans forward and tips his hat, um, and then leans back into the darkness. But he's just having a cigar, like he's not, and you can see it's still there he's not it doesn't look like he's roaming around or, or jumping up and doing anything he's just over there to see the show Sersha, the yeah. uh the 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 banker he's he's here he's over there in that booth right there Sersha looks up and like can i see him uh you probably didn't see him well you probably see him just leaning back so you just get a glimpse of him again and you I saw him that one time in the up. evening. Sersha in, in in true in, in true uh ornery fashion, like <laughs> should, we, should we go over and talk to him? I mean No, not Sean, yet. you're you're sure that this woman is about to have the worst show of her life, right? I'm pretty sure, as long as the delivery went okay. Um I don't think you should be talking to the demon until you have something to offer him though. I mean, what if we just offer him this woman? I don't know that I hate her that much. I would like to point out, I don't think we have claim to offer anyone. Right. You can't just go around saying, take that soul. You have to have possession of it. I am working on something. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Something stupid, but I'm working on it. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll give you time. All right. So uh, a few minutes later, the the you know music begins to get a little energy to it, and the uh, the house lights dim, so the disco balls stop, and uh, the stage curtain pulls back, and you see uh, a gentleman come out that's just in in white tie, right? Like he is dressed to the nines. And he comes out and he he does does a welcome to the audience and says, "Now, please, I basically he sort of delivers the content warning that I give at the beginning of uh of the show, uh, like he he warns everyone like this show can be uh, uh you know uh, it, it can be disturbing to some if you feel the need to exit." There's ushers at all the aisles. They will happily escort you out. 
with a flashlight if you it becomes too much for you um please try to to maintain a calm atmosphere in the theater a gasp or applause is fine but if you feel the need to scream please try and stifle yourself we don't want to disturb the spirits uh and with that let me introduce you to the mistress and he sort of bows and steps to the side and then a second curtain layer opens up and uh you see the woman that that came to diablo's wake and she is sitting there in just this like deep blood red dress with uh i think i described it as sort of the outfit of the reverend mother from the new dune with that sort of veil over her face but this is sort of a net and it's all made of it looks like it's all made of like polished garnet right like it's it's a little bit lustrous but it's not shiny and gaudy um and she is standing behind a a table and with her hands on the table in front of her and she she proceeds to welcome ladies and gentlemen of london Tonight, I have something very special for you. We are going to attempt to visit the history of your nation, to see the apparitions of those monarchs that have come before. I will ask everyone to focus their mind. I know many... Children here in school learn the names of all of the monarchs as a almost like a little rhyme. If you say that in your head as we proceed, it can help focus my energies and, and make the apparitions visible to all. And she then goes to sit down at the table and the chair leg breaks out from under her. And she like does like a hard like that hard tailbone sit where you're just like ah <laughs> like um but like as soon as she hits the ground instead of you know like being like ow or uh, you know a gasp or anything she pushes the chair back with one arm and then reaches up to the table and grabs onto the edge. And like one arm sort of deadlifts herself back up to standing. Um, and she then uh, begins to like move her hands over the table. And in the center of the table, uh, uh, you know, a, a very stereotypical crystal ball kind of comes up on a little pedestal. And it looks like it's lit from below because the light is just glowing out of it. Um. And, you know, she's she's moving her hands and you actually begin to see small tendrils of almost like it looks almost like lit smoke. Right. Like if you shine flashlight through a smoke of a campfire, it looks a little bit like that. These tendrils sort of connecting her or almost like, uh, you know, those one of those kids plasma balls. Right. Where you put your hand on the outside of the glass and it makes those little kind of strings. It looks a little bit like that is kind of forming between her hands and the crystal ball. And uh, you um, 
you see that she's really concentrating, right? She's very focused on on the crystal ball and and doing this. And you see behind her it looks like um it looks like someone has begun to pour like dry ice fog out of a container in like a waterfall of fog that's just kind of coming down behind her sort of thing and she, you see her and then she claps her hands onto the side of the crystal ball and this fog behind her it almost looks like like a, a hand and then a face like pushing against it uh like those things with a you know the thousand little uh needles that you could put on your face and it like makes the sort of impression of it and then the hand manages like it begins to like push against it some more and then you see this face come forward and it's it's the woman's face and she's wearing you know this big fancy sort of crown thing upon her head and she leans forward and the audience you know it, it, you hear some gasps and you see some people that like you know a couple of folks have shielded their eyes and they're they're trying to to not be freaked out but um it clearly looks like queen victoria right she's not so long a memory that you don't have some picture in your mind of what she looks like but she is looking out at the crowd and then she serenely sort of looks across the crowd but then like you see that she kind of gets to the point where she's looking down at the mistress at the table and then she gets a very stern expression on her face and you see the fog like manifest into an arm with uh, oh heck i forgot the name of it but the like the coronation scepter that, that they're handed and it swings and it hits this woman directly in her side and throws her across the stage like she l- loses grip on the, the crystal ball and just sort of s- skitters across the stage and ends up like up against the wall and then at that point the crowd like several people in the crowd like scream and a couple people like stand up and there's a general hubbub that sort of begins um and then like the arm like holding the scepter like begins to sort of like reach out like it's trying to pull at the stage in front of it now this image is you know it's like if if queen victoria was like 15 feet tall right like that's the size we're talking about and like clearly like pulling at the stage like the, the other arm comes forward and tries to grab at the table but is having a hard time like maintaining grip on anything but like now, pawing at the stage yeah so does this seem legitimately supernatural or does this seem like stage theatrics like a projection onto the fog or something. Um, I was going to say, we, we have the true sight, like as Voss and as members of Rose house, right? You do uh, specifically, you see the hidden things, right? 
like your experience earlier in life has sort of granted you the ability to see the hidden, but that doesn't necessarily apply to all supernatural things, just specifically Vason related things. Um, in this case though, it, you've never seen or heard of anything like this in terms Is of stage show. Something we can do to try and use that ability, like to push yeah, that further. I mean, you can absolutely, um, I, I guess uh, you could either do logic, uh, uh, vigilance, logic, or observation, empathy. Either one. I'll do that. <laughs> See, I can do an observation empathy on that. Well, let's see if I can roll for shit. Uh, I'm going to have strong words with Google. I rolled eight dice and got zero successes. Can I push it? Yeah, you absolutely can. Uh, but I you're going to have push... to mark a condition. I think I'm... Hmm. All right. I'll take exhausted. Okay. You did have a push... rough night. Yeah. Uh, and that is one success. Okay. Uh, does anybody wait, else I... want to make a roll? Oh, wait, hold or... on. And I need to reroll all the others, right? No. Well, no, it's... your push was you get to reroll all the ones that didn't succeed already. Oh, one give time. me one second. Hold on. <laughs> getting it mixed up with other games uh two successes then with the push two successes okay so um you you really kind of focus and you see that they're the little tendrils that you saw between her hands and the crystal ball it looks like they are now running from the crystal ball up to this fog apparition right uh but it definitely seems supernatural like you are certain that so this it's is supernatural, but probably not like she's summoned a demon, like a, like the ghost supernatural, but more that like she's doing something else spooky. I, I, it kind of depends on how much experience do you have with like specific like seancey speak with ghosts kind of stuff that is un- with the exception of my uh my automatic writing that is not my area of expertise yeah and so. that's kind of a different different jam too yeah so, super. like if you're not sure i will say you you are not sure okay. if if it's like she did some kind of a magics to conjure just an image that's doing mm-hmm. this or if she did some kind of a magic that connected and brought a spirit to to manifest itself that you're not- i think i think sersha does the like really hard squint <laughs> like so much you probably see like a vein throw like the hmm, uh and like gives herself a little bit of a migraine <laughs> while figuring that out uh but she does relay that to uh to xian yeah, and given that this lady just got swatted by this apparition, I'm pretty sure that's not a projection. So um, yeah. I think Sean is going to do the dumb thing and try and, like, go down and banish this whatever is happening here. Uh, so you start heading down from the box to get to the the front of house. That's, yeah. That's cool. uh, does it... I think as you're leaving, I'll... 
I'll, I think I'll ask, uh, do you, do you need help down there or, or would you, or is this like a solo act? Do you need to be alone? And uh, she'll kind of th- over her shoulder be like, um, you should help with a uh, crowd. Right. Uh, I can handle control. that. Yeah. I'll follow along behind, but I don't want to steal the spotlight. I'll take my hat off and put it on the seat. Mm-hmm. And it, can, can you keep an eye on this? Sersha? I don't want to lose it. Sersha puts on your hat. <laughs> ah. Thank you. It's too big. <laughs> yeah, it's all the way down and you've got like the ears sticking straight out. She like kind of, head. it's like a sun hat. She kind of like lifts it <laughs> so she can keep watching. Now, uh, I have a, I have an important question. Uh, did anybody specifically watch The Banker when this all started to happen? Oh, um, no. I think... I think I've, I've probably had my eyes on the banker back and forth because I'm, I'm kind of wondering, like, can I get this woman sold? Does he seem interested? That's fine. That's fine. Uh, I, was, so, I, I explicitly said I was paying pushing to watch her. So, no, and I'm now yeah. sad. Cool. And I didn't roll to watch her. So. Uh, so, well, I will say, Jackie, why don't you do uh, logic vigilance to see if sure. you notice something there? One success. Okay. Uh, you see, like, when it starts to happen, you see him kind of, like, like actually start to pay attention and, like, lean forward a little bit. Mm. And then as Sean is standing up and going for the door and you're standing up and taking off your hat, you see that he has stubbed out his cigar on the railing and just, like, left it there. But mm. then you don't see him in the box anymore. He's going to claim a soul. Damn it. That was supposed to be my plan. All right. But uh, that or something, something that's here is uh, something he don't want to mess with. So um, you guys are hustling downstairs. Sersha from the box. You see that there's like still the primary sort of manifestation is, is this Queen Victoria fog monster that is like is angry that it it looks like she's trying to pull herself out of the fog um but she's now got this angry expression like of annoyance right like because it's not she's not getting purchase on anything to pull um but so now she's like swinging the scepter at the lights and it doesn't look like the lights are physically like moving but wherever the scepter passes through them they spark and blow out so like half the stage is now in sort of shadow um because those have 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 kind of gone out and she's like angrily waving around and, um and all that and people are like up out of their chairs and running for the you know there's like the some people are standing there like too scared to run or shocked to run and some people are just oh I'm out like <laughs> this is not what I signed up for um <laughs> And then when you guys get down to the front of the stage, right, uh, you see the the thing, like, you know, as if you, like, are walking right up to the stage, Queen Victoria, like, straight makes foggy eye contact, right? Like, looks down at you and is just, and, like, tries to reach with the scepter but can't quite get all the way to the front of the stage. 
Yeah, I'm but, staying out of arm's reach for reasons. <laughs> sure, sure. I keep I just keep picturing her as the angry Stay Puft Marshmallow fan in my head. <laughs> yeah, it's that it's that expression, like when he gets upset, right? Like it's that like you know, when you first see them Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, it's happy go lucky walking down the street, right? And then yeah. like the first time he gets hit with the the uh what um Proton Pack? Proton yeah. pack, yeah, that's wow. Uh, then he's like, ah, like ah, like gets gets that angry look <laughs> on his face. That's definitely it. All right, I'm gonna go full Ghostbuster and try and um, use like my channel my occult powers through my arm and because I have my crystal ball and yeah. try and like blast the Ghost Queen back from whence she came. Okay. Let's do it. I would like to reverse conjure this apparition. Okay, and the dice are being jerks, so I'm going to push. Nice. That's my favorite. Especially when I hear somebody like rattling like fifteen dice, <laughs> and then they're like, "I'm rolling too many." Oh, really, at this oh. point. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you can overroll. Yeah, I I had three dice for my last two rolls, and I got one success both times. Back here. Yeah. Roll eight dice, no successes. Yeah, fuck that. Hey, six, 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 three. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh. <laughs> And uh, I'm sorry, this was manipulation? Um, it is observation and empathy oh, is how what I use for Obser- medium, yeah. Give me one second. Okay. Uh, so, you... Um, with your first success, I'll say you you produce your crystal ball and like, whereas the the tendrils of energy from the other crystal ball to the thing are kind of like a like a cold light, right? Yours, it starts out with like a flash of red when you you focus on it, but then your new arm starts to help and. Your crystal ball like turns almost like the uh, the palantir thing from Lord of the Rings. Like it turns into this swirling sort of obsidian look Ooh. inside the crystal ball, and then like fingers of darkness like just shoot from it and skewer the fog queen in various places. Uh, and you know it sort of stumbles back on the stage a little bit and uh it clearly like you feel it pushing back but as you focus more the the dark inky tendrils that you've shot into the thing basically begin to like scoop out chunks of the fog right so like it's it, they're just sort of eviscerating this fog queen on the stage uh and like as they pull away they sort of gather all the fog together and then like 
do this big clap motion and it just whoosh pushes all the fog out right um Boy. and then the crystal ball that's still on the table on the stage shatters right it just psh. before like, it's all gone can i get a picture I mean, you can certainly Brilliant. try let's do um you're gonna make me roll for it well yeah because i want to see if you catch something good on film all right right like that's what i i want so let's do like uh agility and precision uh can i argue for ranged combat and <laughs> oh, um, because I am shooting. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, all right, all right. I'll give it to you. That's, that's fine. That's really cheesy. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's not that much better, but I do have points in it. Uh, let's see. <laughs> One success. Okay. Um. So here's here's the question I have for you. With your one success, mm-hmm. do you want a picture of like showing that Sean is the one that has quelled this fog queen, or do you want a picture of it just being sort of dismantled? I want an action. Or- I want a shot of Sean rescuing the poser, uh, Madame Charybdis. Because I think I'm going to actually do the thing that my archetype is supposed to do. And I'm going to write an article about this for the paper. Sure. Okay. So like, so, yeah. you can get, you can get a perfect shot that shows Sean with her crystal ball. And, you know, uh, when it comes to like the, the actual photograph, it's going to be difficult to tell what kind of energy it is, but or whatever. But you have the kind of photograph that 50 years from now, people on late night radio are going to be arguing about whether it's real or not. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Yeah. I think a lot of, I feel like a lot of searches photos are like that now. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. There's probably like a coffee table book of searches stuff that comes out in the, you know. Yeah, 1960, uh, we'll publish a coffee table book. Go, Catherine, please. (laughs) Sorry, my but, cat would um, like to play. Uh, after the crystal ball shatters, uh, like the house lights kind of come on again, like out in the audience. And there's a couple of stragglers that are left running out the doors, but precious few people like throughout the audience. There's maybe like four or five people that just didn't get out of their seat. Right. That are just like glued to seeing what is happening that are just like, what? Oh my goodness. Um, but when the light comes up, you do see the mistress and she is sort of, uh, kind of halfway folded, like doubled over the edge of the stage. Right. So like her legs are kind of out on the audience side, but then her upper torso is like behind the little wall at the edge. She's kind of, u-shaped bent around that wall uh she doesn't appear to be moving but you're a little far away to see if she's breathing and alive can i get over there to check on her yeah go for it uh Uh, yeah i'll run over and 
I don't know. Was it common knowledge to check a pulse? I think so. I mean, you, yeah, I feel like you it can, would be for you. You can certainly know to check breath and, you know, do a quick sort of overview of like injuries or sure. You know, at least that kind of thing. Um, but you get over there and you like run up the little side steps to get to where she's sitting and, uh, her veil that's over her face has been thrown back. Um, and you see that it's actually like, she can't be like more than 20 years old. Right. She's Hmm. a very young woman, but like she gave off this older, you know, occultist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but sort of like kneeling right by her head is the banker. Uh, and he's kind of like, he, it looks like he just finished whispering something to her and she's kind of like, she looks a little dazed. Um, but then you show up and he kind of smiles at you. Like, what are you going to do? Right. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to step up to the banker. Um, change yours. And he kind of like stands up and straightens his vest a little bit. Um, and he goes, no, not yet. Why I are just you thought I'd come that? see his show. Oh, he answered. I think that's, I think that's perfect. He actually answered <laughs> the question it. as you're saying it. Right before I could, yeah, yeah. I hate it when you do that. What is you this? Know. You, you're just here to torment me, or saw an opportunity. Why are you here? Oh, I, it can't I, just be that you you wanted to see a show. I legitimately wanted to see a show. I heard that this young lady was doing some amazing things, and. I thought I'd see how amazing they really were. But you don't you have know. like demonic business to tend to or something. Well, all work and no play makes a banker a dull boy. That movie hasn't come out yet. I don't know that quote. <laughs> I really want to throw a shoe from the balcony. <laughs> that seems like a bad idea, but I kind of want to do it anyway. You sure do got a strange way of speaking, banker. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, but I, I saw an opportunity. I saw a young woman that just had a bad bit of luck. She seemed to know what she was doing, uh, but things got a little out of hand, and so I thought I'd come down and see if she needed help. And what'd she say? She hasn't yet. I mean, look at the poor young lady. She's. A little dazed still. I mean, as I think any of us would be if we'd been swatted by a giant monarch. She okay, though? And I'll, like, look down at her and kind of try to eye her. Um, I mean, at first glance, she's not, like, actively bleeding or anything, but, like, she's probably got some pretty bad bruises to come. <laughs> and maybe, she's, like... She's breathing so- and... She seems to be breathing. It seems like she's in some pain. Like maybe she's mm-hmm. got a broken rib or two. That kind of kind of thing. But she doesn't appear to be in immediate dire peril of death. 
I doubt she's in a bad enough way to take a deal from you. Oh, you'd be surprised. Some people, they don't even really need to be in that bad a way. They just want to win again. And he kind of winks at you. You know what that witch did to me? You prayed on me. Sure. You asked for it, and I provided you with a lucrative deal. I kind of want to see if I can get, if I can gauge, like, if he knows about all of the weird omens that are coming at me. Hmm. Okay. Um, is there a way I can like double talk at this guy to get him? Yeah. Like, I, it's weird, like trying to outspeak a demon, but like, if Ooh. I can, if I can get him to tell me information that he thinks I don't know, I just gave him. I don't Ooh. know. Uh, so uh, empathy manipulation. Sure. And I just upped it. So I have six dice now. Nice. I doubt it. I doubt he gives a shit if I'm famous. Right. He. He is the source of your fame. So. Uh, I'm going to push. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Everybody pushing. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Figure it out after. Get some salt and pepper up in here. Okay. That's two successes. Two successes. Okay. Let me see. Yes. So the My goal, I don't know that I could out talk a demon as me but um my goal is to try to get him to reveal whether he knows that like that omens have been coming at me like the banshee and the doolahan uh all that let's see how he does okay um so I think he I think he kind of says I'm fairly sure that you realize how quickly things are progressing for you now. And it's probably not going to be too long until you come into my employ directly. Uh, but you know, this, this is a strange place. There's a lot of things here that I don't really deal with. We're a long way from Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I never really, spent a lot of time on this continent. There's another department, let's say, that deals with things over here. What if what if I could broker you some sort of I don't know, connection? You think that'd be worth me? A connection to who? Well, all the weirdness around here. What if I found you someone, I don't know, or something important enough, made that introduction? You know, a lateral move, change departments. And then you wouldn't be so concerned with all the contracts in your ledger anymore. Well, 
I'd have to see who you come up with, of course, or what they can do for me. But possibly, right? In the grand scheme of things, I'll tell you, there's probably not many people that I'm going to need to be punched uh, for all eternity. So <laughs> if you could come up with somebody that can give me something better than that, I, I'd, I'd be willing to listen. All right. That's good to know. You know, that there's got to be somebody here or some place here that's a powerful uh powerful enough thing to get you off the hook. How do I call you if I need to talk to you? Oh. I mean, that's- I guess I could do the same thing I did last time, but like you said, the roads are different here. Sure, sure. But, you know, uh, we spent so long uh, with you walking the other direction, away from me, uh, I never thought to, to help you. So then he, like, reaches into his breast pocket, mm-hmm. and he pulls out. Um, It looks like... Uh, it looks like... Um, like a shiny chrome red uh top from Inception, right? Like mm. that style, little hands hand size, uh, almost like the size of a, a chess piece, right? Sure. Uh, and he goes, just uh, give this a spin, and it'll let me know where you are. All right. And when he hands it to you, at first it feels like almost like you just pulled a hot pan out of the oven without a glove on. Mm. Um, but immediately cools to room temperature when you take it from him. Right. Uh, okay. And you look and like the skin on your hand is a little bit pink. Like. Um. So there's this video online where there's this crazy guy that works in a foundry that bare hand like slaps molten metal, like pouring, like molten metal is pouring and he just like waves his hand through it. Right. And in actuality, he doesn't burn himself because of the whole, uh, what's it called? Leiden frost effect. Mm-hmm. Like the same thing that happens if you put a droplet of water on a pan, the, the, bo- it the bottom of the, the pan for a while. Yeah, yeah. The the actual heat causes it to start to boil on the bottom and it creates a little bit of insulator. <laughs> well, that's kind of what happened to you, right? Like it felt really hot really fast, but it was so quick that it didn't actually get the moisture off your skin to burn you. Nice. Kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh and then he kind of uh he kind of tips his hat and he says, uh I suppose I should ask the mistress here if uh, she needs any assistance. If you don't. I think we got her. Uh, I think that's a good time for Sean to come up. Yeah, <laughs> I think during that conversation, like, like, 
Sosha has managed to get downstairs and uh, has a shoe in one hand. (laughs) So you guys all are then on the stage and he kind of he kind of goes, fair enough, fair enough. But this one's got talent. I wouldn't. Wouldn't. Forget that. Um, and he kind of notices Sean's arm, right? And he goes, oh, you've, you've got talent too. Indeed I do. Uh, good luck. That one hasn't been out in a while. And then he kind of turns, uh, and like it, he like walks into the curtain, but not at a spot where there's a break in the curtain. But it just sort of ruffles, and then he's gone. Um, Sean will walk over to uh, Mistress, what's her name, and help her up. Sure, and again, she's kind of dazed, but like you help her up, and she she goes, oh, oh, uh, what, um, oh. I'm so sorry. Uh, I hope I hope everyone's all right. Did did anyone get hurt? And it's she's kind of right looking there. around at the yeah. theater no, that's kind I of think, empty. And I think just you. Um, luckily, lucky I was here to see the show. I was able to banish the uh, spirit you conjured, um, hmm. prevent it from hurting anyone. You've got some talent, kid. Um, but a little bit of control might be. Wise. Hey, I don't. This has never happened before. Again, I, I'm so sorry. I, I appreciate your help. Uh, I. I don't. Everything went wrong today. Every, everything. Like I. I I bit into my sandwich and the cheese was moldy at lunch. I put on my usual costume and the the hem let go and I tripped and she kind of like wipes a little makeup and she's got a bruise on her forehead already. <laughs> um, and Are you unfamiliar with bad, uh, bad omens? Well, certainly, but I, I didn't feel like anything was wrong when I woke up this morning. I just, things went awry throughout the day that's a pretty good sign to stop certainly but it's not it's not like you can just not do your performance when it's been sold out for a week well no of course not but um after this kind of look uh you might need to find another gig now um i don't know if you've heard of me uh the lady sean uh She'll rattle off her title. Um, I've been doing occultist uh, work here in the city for quite some time now. And I know all of the society people. Um, You know, if you were looking for, you know, uh, someone to study under, a mentor perhaps, I could make some introductions for you. Then you wouldn't have to work at the theater circuit, you know. Well, I mean, that sounds wonderful. I... Diablo's gonna hate this. <laughs> I have a selfish, out of character question. Um, how attractive is this girl? 
I think she's not like strikingly beautiful, but she is definitely got the like small town, like clearly in a, a small area where she grew up, she was the most attractive woman there, right? Fair enough. Um, like on a global scale, maybe not, but definitely. Definitely an attractive person. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Attractive and magical. Sean's type. Okay. Sure. <laughs> 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 um, so, like, I, I, like, I think as she's standing there, like, she kind of, you know, she looks embarrassed that anybody had to, to come to her rescue and, uh, she kind of, you know, she's not making a lot of eye contact about the situation, but I think she does notice again, your, your arm. Um, and you see her and like, she, she goes from where she was still communicating a lot more The now she's just staring sort of at your elbow, right? Like she's just, kind of looking at it and like, it, you know, as you said a couple of things, yeah, it's very much a, my eyes are up here situation, but looking at your elbow. <laughs> um, but like, she's kind of like, huh? Well, oh, uh, well, you know, I, I, again, I appreciate it. Thanks. But she's not breaking eye contact with your arm. If Okay. At all. Does it, uh, does she seem like mesmerized or just interested? Like, is the arm doing she something seems, weird to her? It. She definitely seems a little bit mesmerized, right? Mm. Like, you don't feel that the arm is doing something more that like you have presented her with the most wonderful enigma, right? Like, mm. she she feels the power from it, and she doesn't. She doesn't know what it is and it doesn't click into her sort of spiritualism. Right. But she wants to know more and she's trying to figure it out. It's, it's like if you present a kid that loves Rubik's cubes with a more complicated Rubik's cube. Sure. Then trying to figure out like, I think seeing that Sean will kind of like take her attention, like pass her uh, arm kind of like in front of, her own face so the girl has sure. to look up at her yeah. and say it's quite it's quite strange isn't it this is a dangerous profession we're in fascinating i and does it help you with your work your it can um it is its own thing i believe so we cooperate oh does it does it speak? Does it have intention? I'm not entirely sure. I do catch the odd whisper here and there, but um, the void itself does not speak to me yet, as it were. Maybe sometime I could 
see if I could help focus. Of course. And, I think that see. sounds lovely. What is uh what is your real name, dear? Oh. Sorry, I closed the whole browser window that had it. Uh oh, oh, oh I, I I'm I'm Becca. With one C. Becca, it is lovely to meet you. Um, and uh, Sean will give her her card and say, let her know, like, um, we should, we should have lunch. You should come, come by the house and we can chat over some tea or something. Hopefully I don't get hit by a bus on the way there. Uh, Today has been such... (laughs) Fiasco. Oh, I can't so imagine sorry. anything else would happen to you. And I stare at Sean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm, I believe your luck, bad luck streak has quite run its course, I would think. I uh, can only hope. And she, you know, she, she kind of, you know, wipes at her face like somebody that's just kind of exhausted at this point, right? Uh, uh, ma- ma'am, do you do you mind if I take a look at your eyes? You, you took quite a bit of a throw there. I just want to see if you got a wait. Oh. Did they know about concussions in the twenties? I think they. I think they would have. Right? Like, I think they would have. Uh, okay, they probably didn't look know. Her eyes. Yeah. They probably would know. Like, oh, the pupils are messed up. You got to take a. You you better take a nap. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was. You don't need take a, a nap. nap. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, wait. No, don't. Yeah. No, it is the opposite. I was joking. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, no. Yeah, she's of course, certainly and like you see her and she looks at at you and she's a little bit scared, right? Like, oh, something could be wrong. Like, oh no, don't worry. I, just take it from a man who gets hit in the head a lot. Uh, and he, he'll sort of look in her eyes. It's a puzzled expression for a second, but she looks at you. I'll grab the hat and put it on and see if that helps clear up her. Off. I'll just grab it off of Search's <laughs> head and put it on my head and see if that helps. That God, hat had no power when Search was wearing it, but we put it on instantly. It's an item of power. Uh, <laughs> and no, see no, if no. Her peoples are. Yeah, weird. yeah. I mean, no, she looks okay. She looks okay. okay. It looks like it looks like it hit her in the side mm. and then. She sort of impacted in her stomach against the, the side of the theater. Kind of a thing. well. It it looks like you just took a, a clean body blow, so you're going to be fine. It's sore, but fine. Yes, I, I I already feel like I was hit by a fifteen foot tall monarch from the past. Um, can't say I ever fought one of those, but I. I suppose if I do a show again, I should maybe try and scale things down a little bit. I do uh, appreciate you taking a swing at a swing at the queen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, uh, seems like you're going to be okay. So, you know, step back a little again, bit. Thank you so much. Now, 
there was another gentleman that was here. Oh no. Oh, you don't. <laughs> it's a gaslight someone again. <laughs> no one of note. That one is not a yeah. person you want to associate with. Yeah. Pay pay them no mind. Seems very charming. I he would. Yeah. And he would make yeah. you an offer that would sound quite nice until you took it. And then you would be damned. Oh I see. Well, uh, I suppose, again, I'm in your debt. And she sort of bows her head and says, Now, uh, I suppose I should go talk to the theater management about what's going to happen here. I I, I think perhaps tonight we're going to have to give refunds. Um. I think most of your uh, patrons fled, so they probably won't be coming knocking. Well, they'll probably be back tomorrow or the next day. They'll they'll come asking for their money back if they didn't get the show. Although I might argue that they got an amazing show. Right? They, I don't know. they got two for one, actually. <laughs> uh, um, so. if, it, if it weren't for your injuries, I'd say we made a good team. Yes. Well, maybe we'll have to work up an act or something like that. I think that would be a that could be a nice uh, recovery for what happened tonight. <laughs> certainly, certainly. Well, thank you again. Um, uh, can I, uh, at the very least, and she kind of reaches into a little. Uh, I was about to say pocket, but we all know those don't exist on women's clothing. So it's like a little pouch that she had on her belt. Uh, and she um, uh, she pulls out some tickets to the theater for future shows. <laughs> and she's like, it's literally all I have on me. I, I feel like at least perhaps you all could come back for a, a show that doesn't go quite so badly. That's very kind of you. We appreciate it. Um, well, We'll leave you to your dealings with the uh, theater manager, but um, I do hope to see you again. Thank you. Have a good good night. I think I'm going to go have this talk and get some rest. We truly spend so much of this game getting paid at theater tickets. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. But uh, then she kind of walks off to the other side of the stage and disappears into the back. Okay, this sounds sketch. Like, like this feels cheesy, but is there any way I like? I could have noticed the cigar put being put out earlier. I was oh. I was thinking maybe I'd mention it. Um, yeah, because but not in the way that he thinks it's important. Um. So, damn! I tell you, I have never seen that banker move that fast. Uh, I don't even think. I don't even think he, he forgot and left his cigar up there. I, I've never seen him without it. Is it but still I tell you, there? when I was, and he just breezes over it and he's just on to talking. I, I feel I like both you, of us are I, like, wait, he left something behind that, that he, he put his mouth on? <laughs> why, why would that be important? And they're already running up the stairs. Yeah. I think <laughs> <you'll get> <laughs> oh. uh, and also, Dave, I'm going to DM you about something. 
Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> and then he, he holds up the top and he, in his hand. He's like, eh, I guess I'll tell about him later. <laughs> Puts it in his pocket. <laughs> oh, I had thought we'd heard the whole conversation with the with the top. I don't think so, right? I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like Sean was down, yeah. was like comforting Fighting the few the thing, remaining right? people, like telling them they were okay. Yeah, I was just making my way downstairs. All right. Uh, do we find the cigar? The remains? Uh, yeah, you, you get up to the booth and you do. You, you see the cigar and it has been stubbed out on the railing and left like a deep burn That has uh, no respect for wood. property. Well, <laughs> it's it's more like it's more like the cigar. Whereas a normal person putting out the cigar would just sort of smear the the coal on on the railing, and it would yeah, it would mar up the surface. But this is like he took it and he put it on the railing, and it burnt its way in about you know a half an inch before right. then it went out. Um, so it's kind of like there's just a peg hole now on on the railing. Mm. Um, and he, uh, yeah, that's, uh, but yeah, you, you find the cigar there. Sersha sneezes, uh, and, uh, and then pulls out two handkerchiefs (laughs) and then grabs one for the cigar. (laughs) Sure. You make a little pouch for it. Puts it in it, one of her many pockets along with the playbill. It does <laughs> smell very good, right? Like it smells like a very high quality cigar. If that's something any of you are connoisseurs of. Excellent. But yeah. I think we're done here. I don't know if anyone else has anything they want to do. No, I think we're good. I think we've done enough. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I have an article to write. Yeah. Mm. Uh, when you when you catch back up with him, uh, he's he's like, so uh, Sean, do you, do you think she'd be a suitable replacement for me with the banker? He seemed real interested in her. Said she's got power, and I, oh, and then he was kind of rude to me. Said he wouldn't need, didn't have a lot of need for people to punch people for the rest all of eternity. But I mean that that just seemed hurtful. Um, no, if she's going to be my student slash uh, co-worker, question mark, mm-hmm. uh, he can't have her. Do you need a handmaid for some reason? Maybe. You've got a tail to tell. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed oh, that uh, Diablo's going to have. Yeah, I was about to say, imagine how mad Diablo would be if there was suddenly some other I know. assistant. <laughs> I- I hope I hope you're gonna get her her own room this time, and she's not gonna try to bunk with Diablo under your bed. <laughs> oh, um, you no. know, bunking with Diablo was not what I had in mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a spare bedroom, although I think it's full of um. Uh, Diablo did fill it with these strange implements. <laughs> yep, I have not wanted to go in there yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of them look oh. like they were. Straight out of a meat packing plant. I, I listen to each imagine their own. that. 
Imagine that first impression. Like, oh, you're going to come work with me and you want a place to stay. We have an extra room. And you open the door. And it's just the most the most dungeon-y dungeon that ever dungeoned. Uh, and you're just like, oh, no, don't mind downstairs. this. This is, this is just uh, where Diablo keeps some things. But you can stay here. You'll be perfectly safe. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. You have wrapped up things at the, the theater that you wanted to do, correct? Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. hello again, Internet. We have returned. Uh, yeah. So then you're heading back to to the Rose House, or did you have some other plans? I think I we're think good we're... to go back to Rose House. Uh, I think our... Are we walking back or are we riding in a, did we like get a car or? I feel like we would have gotten a car. It's a little yeah. far to walk. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know, you I could, think you could certainly find a cab too. That's, yeah. Let's take a cab a couple, back. A couple blocks away. I remember that the thing is in my pocket and pull it out and I'm going, Oh, I don't think I should have this in the house. What is that? Well, it's sort of a top. But um, it's more interesting where I got it. Uh, I asked the banker if I ever needed to get in touch with him, how I could do that. And he gave me this. Hmm. That certainly uh, makes things easier. And he said, if I spin it, he'll know where I am. But I feel like he probably knows where it is all the time. And so maybe he doesn't need to know or have some sort of item from hell in the, in the Rose house. Well, uh, perhaps we'll clear it with uh, Hawkins and he'll... Maybe he's got somewhere safe to keep it? Yeah. Okay. That's a good idea. Could always put it in a safe deposit box at the bank. I do believe we have vaults downstairs for this very thing. He said something weird. He said, when I was talking to him, he said, if I could introduce him to someone powerful or some place powerful some place powerful yeah and i don't know all right well do you really want to make this thing more powerful at all well, i mean if he's if he's done messing with me then really does it matter at that point well i think it depends what he would do with the place Jackie. That's true. I don't think that you should be the one to have been tricked into something like this. But I have to say, what makes your life more important than anyone else's? Oh. I mean, morally speaking or like personally to me, because it feels like mine's pretty important to me. Yes, I understand that. Let's say morally, just just thinking back on this entire problem. You're right. You were tricked. There's no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. And I do feel bad for you. But how would you feel? afterwards when you trick someone else i mean at first like a weight was lifted off my shoulders i'm not gonna lie that would that would feel nice uh but i guess i would have to live with it 
I, I killed you people. You have to live with it. In, uh, I mean, I, I was in the trenches. Like, uh, I don't know that my soul is necessarily clean anymore. I have a question. What mm. happened to the witch that hexed you in the first place? You know, I don't know. Wouldn't that be a poetic justice to trade their sh- soul for yours? It sure would. That would be. I mean, I didn't have the kind of friends that I have now then. Maybe we could it- do a little research and track them down. Do you, you don't know any their name or... I mean, I I definitely know what their alias was or what they were going if or like what their name was when they were a promoter. What was their name when they were a promoter? That's the start. Oh, well, hold on. I got to make it up. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. I got to make it up. All right. Uh, Altry. Uh, Altry. Oh, this doesn't have last names. <laughs> Altry Willingham. Don't trust a person with two first names. Yeah, right. All right. Well, there's start. That's a person we know. Did some. Well, uh- uh, that's true curse to me that I am throwing shade on somebody who did a hex having just done one um, never mind that um, <laughs> uh, as for I don't think your time in the war is going to be as bad as you think it is it is going to be as heavy on your soul as you think it is there are a lot of people who join up for the wrong reasons I suppose. She just sort of pats your hand. Oh. Thank you. Well, we'll see what we can dig up on this Autry mm-hmm. Willingham. And, uh... That was nearly 10 years ago, I guess. Well, a little over 10 years ago now. I know you're really hard to Google that. <laughs> it's a good thing we've got Ghost Hand Library. We do have Ghost Hand Library. That is true. And how many witches can there be in the whole of Texas? Oh. (laughs) I I will warn you that, like, the Ghost Hand Library likes to help, but it's not going to have, like, a telephone directory for random Texas town, uh, you know, possible witch fight promoters. Like, that's that's not the information you're going to get, right? (laughs) Fair, yeah. It could maybe point us in the right direction mm-hmm. for where to start, though. <laughs> Sorry, just a funny thought. Anyway, yeah. I, I mean, I, I appreciate any ideas. And, uh, hell, I don't plan on going home anytime soon, so send them to Texas. <laughs> on a wild goose chase, maybe. Well, you know he knows how to get there. 
Yeah, that's true. true. That is true. Send him to Georgia. <laughs> uh, so when when we get back to the house, I'll, I'll wait outside so you can get Hawkins and let him know what we're dealing with. So I don't want yeah, to walk in with it. Uh, yeah, can sure. we uh, <laughs> fix this? Uh, is this okay? Uh, sure. So like you go in and you get Hawkins and Hawkins comes to the door, right? Um, and he looks down at you. Well, like, you know, he looks down yeah. at the, the top in your hand. I mean, mm-hmm. um, and you can see he's kind of like looking at it and he goes, I don't, I don't feel like it's a threat. No. Perhaps we could put it in storage anyway. I think we have something for that. Certainly. I could lock it up for you. Uh, I can do it. I have to drop something else anyway. And I'll hold up the cigar as well. Right. Um, cool. um, and he reaches in his pocket and pulls out like a, a, like a key. You know, it's like a, a brass key on, on a, a little ring and he hands it to you cool there you are that'll get you into the, the lock boxes uh Saoirse will uh go into the house and head downstairs sure. uh and you don't feel like the house even vaguely tries to stop you bringing the, mm. the top in right like it's, it's fine i guess i was being overly cautious then and no, i I appreciate the uh, the thought, sir. It's it's very much uh, doesn't appear to be a problem unless someone tries to make it a problem. I guess is the feeling. I, I think have. I know what you mean. <laughs> Don't start nothing. Will be got it. I <laughs> could that's never gonna come back for us ever that's fine never no um all right well um i guess we've sort of dealt with your rival and uh we're working on mine um Saoirse, are you you okay you just you don't have any any demons you need slayed or anything like that Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> I guess I'll just come <laughs> back. Like, uh, not that I can think of. I'm uh, just generally uh, an anarchical uh, we uh, lass who's never done anything wrong in her life. I'm that hard <laughs> to believe, but also adorable. Yeah. Uh, it. I mean, honestly, uh, Sersha just sort of like shrugs. Um, I can't think of anything. I've lived lived a very good life, uh, <laughs> and like kind of toddles off to the uh, the library to like to read. <laughs> All right. Um. Hmm. We haven't really explored England, like London, since we've come here. Uh, not not really. I, mean, I guess together. we can follow the road as far as the blood pools go. That's true. We never really found out what the uh, the was up Doolahan to. was was far. That's true. The newspapers did speak of a trail of muck 
in the street. Right. And mm-hmm. it it was sort of splashing muck as it went by. So probably follow it. Do you think it'll return tonight? I don't know. Uh, you think it's just going to keep coming for me every night until I... Uh... Do we know it's coming for you? It's just a sign, but perhaps you can follow it to... We could follow it to the more powerful thing that uh, the banker wanted. That is possible. It's worth a worth a trip, at least. Mm-hmm. Perhaps worth keeping vigil until then. So, are you saying you want to stay here and wait for see if it comes back again tonight, or why not? Sure, I'm fine with. Or that. we can go out. I really don't care. <laughs> Although. Sersha realizes I was just I'm exhausted. Uh, I have to figure it. I can. I oh, probably that's right. I would have had a wound. Same. <laughs> a, what would I be? Probably angry. Probably angry. Uh, so yeah, you guys. Do you want to go out and search, or do you want to just wait and see if it rolls by again tonight, or do you just want to be like that's a problem for tomorrow and I sleep now? <laughs> um, How late is it? Uh, oh, because we went to the theater. Not, it's late. It was probably not super late because you didn't stay for a whole show. Like that was over fairly mm-hmm. quickly. Um, right. But uh, you know, it's probably by the time you got home and everything else, it's I, I I don't know. I'd guess maybe eleven. What time did it? And the thing came by at midnight last night, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So then maybe wait the hour. And- yeah. Here's what again. we do. We take a quick nap, get up at midnight to see if the doula hand comes, and if he doesn't, we take a nice midnight stroll uh, to follow the blood trail to see where he went yesterday. Sounds like a plan. Sure. Uh, right. Cool. I'm so going to take a nap take... to get rid of exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I think I'm going to go uh, like beat up a punching bag or something to get rid of angry. That's okay. You guys can take that take an hour and, and chill. So that that's Back fine. time. Um so uh it gets to be a little bit before midnight. And if you took a nap, you're just waking up or you're just finishing your workout or you're punching or whatever you decided to do. Um <laughs> and you hear that clattering of, of hoof beats mm. and it's faster, right? The last time it came by, it was just sort of like a, like a cruiser just going down the street at a reasonable pace. But this sounds like these horses are being driven, right? Like it is going with a purpose. Um, so do you guys want to like go out on the front porch and wait, or do you want to like look from the window? What, what's your plan? Like, I think I'm going to go out on the front porch. Same. Um, uh, put on all my gold jewelry just in case and then head out to yeah. the porch. I, I will grab, would it make, well, I guess I have some gold rings, so I'll, I'll have gold rings on my hands. Sure. Uh, so you, uh, Excuse me. 
uh, you assemble on the front porch, and just in time, because slewing around a corner down the road, you see, and this time the, the tires of the coach are glowing bright red, and it looks like one of those nail-it-to-a-tree pinwheel fireworks just shooting off in all directions from the wheels, and the horse hooves are glowing bright red and just clicking sparks off the cobblestones. And this time there's almost like a a bow wave in front of of the, the horse uh, of like the, the, well, from a distance at night, it looks like water, but you assume it's probably blood again. It's just being pushed out towards the sides of the street. Like if you step onto the sidewalk, there's a pretty good chance you're going to get showered in blood. Right. Um, as this thing comes past. Um, and, uh, you see that like the, the head in the lantern, uh, is looking down the street and it's bright enough that it's like headlamp eyes, right? Like it's shining down the road and illuminating the street as it goes. Um, and it's driving down the street. Like I said, very quickly, it gets sort of near where you are and the horse like rears up. Uh, and you see that like the, the driver is holding onto the horse and like, hauls it over to be on the far side of the road like it clatters up onto the sidewalk and blood just splatters across the building across the street like it is just drenched right and the sparks ignite some of the plants in the front garden across the road as they go by and um the carriage as it kind of clatters back down into the street just past you it hits a light pole and knocks it down into the road and uh, it rushes down the road away from you. Uh, um, Sersha seems to have slept through all of this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, did it did seem it like look the driver like, was oh, it definitely looked over like the, the head in the lantern looked over and illuminated you on the porch uh, when it swerved and went around where you are. Like basically it t- took the route to be as far away from you as possible. Did it seem like it was us or the house? Like, I don't if know it was if the house, it would have reared towards the beginning of, of when it came it, into contact yeah. with the Rose house's influence. Or was it, was it like right you. in front where it was more you okay. guys? Yeah. Okay. All right. So either I'm very intimidating or something you have is upsetting that horse. Uh, did well, you have that last night? And I'll point at your arm. Yes. Oh, I waved at him with it. Didn't seem fussed about it then. Um, hmm. Could be a bit the gold. Oh, right. We got all the gold on. Mm-hmm. I guess it worked then. I guess it did. Um, question. Is the driver exterior to the carriage? 
Like, yes. if you sit at a seat up front? Yeah, yeah. It's that sort of stereotypical perched on the front on a bench. And the the lantern with the head in it is sort of on a hook to the right of the driver. Mm-hmm. Um, Jackie, I have a strange question for you. Uh, how good are you at lassoing things? That's a thing people from Texas <laughs> do, yeah? Uh, it's been a while, for sure, but I, I could probably pull it off. Uh, I, have a I really think I could. What, what would I roll for that? Probably like precision agility, ranged combat. I would say precision range combat would work, or physique agility. Either one would be fine. I'll take physique agility. Uh, yeah, I could probably do that. Um, I have a very dumb idea. Now, I don't think you can kill a Dulahan, but they are weak to gold. If we had a lasso made of gold, do you think you could lasso either the lantern with the skull in it or the headless gentleman off of the carriage as it rode by? So, now, I've never tried to use a lasso made of metal. That seems like it would be heavy. Maybe not entirely. And limit its use. But if we sort of wove some gold into the into the circular bit, yeah, into the, mm-hmm. I, I think I could probably pull that off. I don't know about the head. I mean, it's got the hook up and over, and it's in that jar, so that'd be a tough sell. But I could probably hit the driver. Either half seems like it would be a heck of a bargaining chip for either your banker mm. or the Doolahan himself. I don't know how you bargain sure. with a body that doesn't have a head, but... I mean, if we catch the body, the head might come back for it. True. Or or at least stop driving. We can walk over to it. She's so saying you want to prep a lasso of gold and wait for him to come by tomorrow? Or you want to go off right now and find him? No, I think we know where he's going to be if two days in a row is evidence. Tomorrow night True. at midnight, we lay in wait, see what we can catch. I wonder if we have to disguise the gold so he doesn't rear up and move out the way. I mean, Maybe. That or it's just a little more difficult task. Or we have um, somebody small and chaotic make a distraction. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Uh, I'm 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 here for it. We could we can. Uh, <laughs> uh, you want to go see if Diablo wants to to help us out with his plan tomorrow when he comes back. Sure, or Sorsha, also oh. chaotic. Oh, also I just small. assumed you meant Diablo when you said small and chaotic, but I guess that does fit both of them. True. Uh, Sorsha? Sir- <laughs> uh, oh, she's she didn't make it out. She's still sleeping. I guess we have to go wake her up. Or wait for the morning. He's not going to pass by again tonight. No, I don't think so. Um, but maybe we could follow the trail of muck 
Mm-hmm. That's at least fresh. True. I'd be open to that. A midnight um, stroll never hurt anyone. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. All right. I so, love you guys. Uh, so we'll <laughs> wander down the avenue together. Sure. And it's easy to follow, right? Because like like a singing in the rain routine in blood. Right. Yes. Yeah. It is very much that. Like there's there are puddles of blood left all over, right? Like it is way worse than yesterday, right? When it was cruising by, it just sort of lapped up against the curb, right? But this time it is rooster tailed behind the thing. And like I said, the the entire building across from Rose House is just covered in blood, right? Like it is in the morning, it's gonna be horrific, right? Uh, but most of the sidewalks are just doused in in blood from even when it's when Gross. when it's going down the middle of the street. Um, so much effort to be dramatic. And uh, <laughs> you guys start following along. Um, eventually, the. The route, I mean, it takes you a while, right? Like, you guys are going to be walking for, you know, a half hour, 45 minutes uh, along. And a couple of places, there's been a, um, th- there's been, like, you know, there's a, a homeless guy that's kind of, or a drunk co- sort of in the corner that collapsed next to a trash can who is now, like, covered in blood. Uh, oh, no. And, like, kind of being like, oh, what the hell? You know, um, there have been a couple of, uh, you see a couple of stray cats that are just, like, excited and licking up blood off the street and, like, hoping they can find a whole person to eat. Um, <laughs> that kind of look. Like, if only they were bigger, they would murder all these people. Um and uh you get eventually this trail of horror leads right to the big gate out front of Buckingham Palace. Uh and then it like stops, right? It just rides right up to the gate and disappears. Um but you will note that Above the gate is this big giant gold filigree. Uh and that's that's what you what you get out of your walk tonight. Um while they're gone, can I do some shit? Well, I what I was gonna <laughs> say is I think let's let's actually I think that's probably a good place to call it for tonight. And awesome. then we'll pick up with your stuff next time. We find out what Sersha's adventures were. <laughs> while they were off on a gory trailing adventure. Excellent. Because <laughs> um, I think that I think that works out as a good mm-hmm. good stopping place and then we don't leave things in the middle for you. You mm-hmm. can figure out what goes on. <laughs> nice. So cool. Um this has been London Calling, uh episode nine. Um we've got a few more episodes lined up and ready to roll. Um, it's looking like we'll probably be wrapping this up this month. Um, as we get to a good spot, I think 
we'll finish up the story and then uh, we'll see what else Happy Jacks has in store coming up. Uh, it'll be something. Uh, and now uh, I think it's Hexbreakers on Wednesdays has started. So mm-hmm. tune in for some kids on brooms action with uh, Emily running the game. Uh, nice. Awesome. Who ran the most adorable. Um, oh, heck. Uh, what's what's like the game that's girl? Oh no! Uh, no, yeah, Emily did run Stone Top on Happy Jacks, but at a con, the what what is that? Girl Underground. Oh, Girl Underground. Girl Underground. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Ran just the most adorable game of that for me. Uh, at one of the cons, and it was it was fantastic. So, uh, I was out of town last week in a place with abysmal internet so i didn't get to watch their first episode so i'm gonna catch up now that i'm back um but that's on wednesday nights uh for anyone looking to watch 7 p.m pacific live or thereafter immortalized on the internet in various forms uh as is our show you can find us uh tomorrow i will get things posted over to the youtubes if you want to watch them there or you can watch them here or you can listen to them when they get put into podcast form down the road or listen to them on YouTube. It, the choices are endless for how you could enjoy this content. So please do. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, yeah, let's go around and hear what everybody else is doing. So uh, let's do Clara because you didn't get the intro one. So you get to go first this time. Cool. Hello, I'm Clara. I'm all over the internet is clearly underscore golden unless you're into mermaids, in which case mermaid underscore clarity. Sometimes I post who knows anymore. Uh here I'm here every Monday uh, playing Vossen, I guess, for the rest of the, of the month. Uh, and then you can sometimes catch me over on Queen's Court Games uh, uh, playing uh, Vampire, the Ma- uh, Vampire 5e. I don't know if it's still called The Masquerade. Um, uh, on their show, The All Night Society, everywhere podcasts are played, um, playing Maya Lagasse, who is a La Sombra, I don't know, top. There you go. My Lasombra top. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but otherwise, uh, Twitter is where you can find what I'm up to. Thank you. Uh, Kurt. Hi, I've been Kurt. Uh, I played Jackie tonight. Uh, you can find me online at Kurt Potts uh, on Twitter or uh, TikTok if you want to watch me <laughs> talk about RPGs over there. Um, and I don't have any other shows or anything I'm in. So just, you know, keep watching this one. Perfect. And excuse me, Sam. Hello, I'm Sam. Uh, You can find me on the socials and internets at Red Pandroid. Um, This is the only game I'm playing in right now, but uh, you can follow me for when I do other stuff or occasionally post pictures of my really cute dog. He is an adorable dog made of piles of floofy floofs so much 91 pounds of floof (laughs) so much floof yeah uh so yeah that's it i don't think oh do yourself a favor internet if you haven't already go check out that first image the first full color image that came from the new james webb space telescope nasa has posted it uh it is gorgeous and it's uh, the the way the NASA administrator described it, it's a slice of the sky that if you took a grain of sand and you held it on your thumb at arm's length up at the sky, it's that much of the sky. 
in this first image, and there's like 50 galaxies in it. Like, it's astounding uh, and gorgeous. And tomorrow they're going to release a whole bunch more pictures. So even if you're not a space nerd like me, check it out because it looks super rad. It's like my desktop background already. So uh, super cool. Uh, anyhow, thanks for watching. We'll, oh, go ahead, Kurt. Oh, I up? thought of something we should talk about. Uh, JackerCon is ah! coming up um, July 22nd through 24th. Uh, you can find out details about that by going to happyjacks.org slash JC. Uh, it is an online convention. Uh, I know I'm signed up for a couple of games already. There's a whole bunch of cool stuff uh, uh, in the Discord. Uh, that's where we're scheduling it. So, Yeah, dig it. Awesome. Uh, and entirely fan organized and run and it's such an amazing community so if you're looking for a game and you want to play with some really cool folks check it out uh now that i'm back to where the internet works again and it looks like my schedule is firming up i need to figure out what i can do for it so it'll be awesome all right uh good call thank you um other than that we'll see you all next week this show is a product of the happy jacks rpg network Visit happyjacks.org for more information and to find all our streams and podcasts.